Hey guys, just a little note to say that this broadcast was sponsored by $5 Patreon donor Kara. Uh, so if you want to donate to the Patreon and help keep the Frotcast ad-free, that's patreon.com slash Frotcast, and enjoy the Frot. All right. What's going on? It's the Film Drunk Frotcast. I'm Vince Mancini. We're coming at you live, not live, from the Frog Quarters in San Francisco. We got the whole gang here. We got the grumpiest man in podcasting, Mr. Brett. That's me. That's him. We got future NFL Hall of Famer, Brendan. Gia! And we got L.A. Matt. Yo! What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what Raging uh, waters. <laughs> we got we got a lot of content. Hashtag content to get through on the show today. Uh, we all saw French Connection. We're, I going, will, we're going old. Old I, school. I will be your French Connection. Yeah, you will. We call it a French Connect in L.A. Oh, do you? <laughs> I think. So, Brendan, Play the whole song, man. That's Brendan good. was asking about the origin of L.A. Matt, so I pulled up the, the, the podcast oh. where, where whence it began. began. I have to have a character here more, hey, more so hey, than you hey. do in San Francisco. Do you? You know what I mean? Squib. That's my new thing. Squib. Hashtag squib. Hashtag squib. Follow me on Chatterbox Instagramish. Follow me on Twitter. Put me on Snap Judgment. I always like saying Twitter with a Hispanic accent. Who is that? That was L.A. Matt. So L.A. Matt. Whose voice was that? Oh, that was, was that Bobby, Bobby Hacker? Hacker? That was yeah. Bobby Hacker sounds. Beautiful. He's got a nice voice. Very he? nice voice. Hey, are you better at comedy when you have actual comedian friends hanging out with you? Uh, or do you no, like, do you retreat? It makes no difference. No. You mean like if I'm hanging out with other like, comedians? Was that, a, was that a better podcast? Oh, that. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. Uh, Careful. Me, Tread carefully. Here. Me and uh, Joe Sinclitico together uh-huh. one hell of a freestyle team. They did. Yeah, they did rap battle. Yeah, and it was it was it was fun. I, I was, got that if you want to hear it too. I was no, that's already on a podcast. Okay, okay. we can't just keep playing clips from our old podcast. But we're doing a clip show. Yeah. yeah, this is not a clip show. I just wanted to introduce the the TV debut. <laughs> yeah. In North Carolina television news. Matt did a character. Yeah, and I did it. First of all, I I did it because I, I'll guess I get I'll get into the story uh, later. But this is at the Asheville Comedy Festival. Laugh, laugh your Asheville off. Well, they they, they wanted us to do pause it, bro. Yeah, why would you just oh, play? Sorry. Why would you I, just play just, that last play? I was just trying to unmute the story. it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, they wanted us to do local news at like five in the morning, and uh, I was still on california time so it was two in the morning for me and also i go to sleep at like two in the morning and so i was like wide awake i was like let's do this shit and uh and i had run into a broadcast fan in Asheville. comes up to me while i am eating a burger and goes uh yo what's up uh i'm a broadcast fan and it was in front of a girl oh, nice. <laughs> yeah it was the best moment of my life his name is derek dillinger uh, shout out to Derek D. Uh, you know, LA Matt hashtag Squib. I think I think you got to answer he, the question that everybody wants. He's to know. releasing a book. Uh, I think it's called like the something about yeast. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> east of Eden. It's something about yeah, it's east of Eden, uh, and it's uh, it's about like uh, the farewell to yeast. It's about different types of beers. He's like a beer brewer or something, mm-hmm. or like it's mm-hmm. about cheese. Mm-hmm. It might be about cheese. Mm-hmm. The, the, Anyways, buy his book, Derek Dillinger, at www.yeastofeden.com. Ulysses yeast. <laughs> All right, the witches of Yeastwick. <laughs> Check it out, Barnes and Noble. A, a movable yeast. Uh, so yeah, they the, had they had me they had me go on local news. Yeast also rises. All right, uh, that's the, good. The, the, bru- the Brucible. Uh, y'all are dumb. <laughs> I read books. Yeah. I did. Mm. Jesus Christ, no, superstar. All right, I'm done. Play. Oh yeah, well it's a musical. Anyway, so here's me on local news. Uh, I don't know why I decided to do this. They are, Holly, especially for tonight's <laughs> shows, 7 o'clock and 9.30 tonight at the Diana Wortham Theater. We're talking with two of the comedians here live. This is L.A. Matt and Drew Harmon joining us. So, guys, what do you enjoy most about your job? So Matt's making the L.A. with his fingers while she's doing that? <laughs> Obviously, it's fun, mm-hmm. right? The money. I would say number one thing, uh, how you doing, Ali Matt, hashtag squip. Uh, I think, yeah, money, number two, the laughs, number number one. Okay. What about you? And getting to travel, see new people, mm-hmm. see new places, get to go to places like Asheville. It's been, mm-hmm. uh, been a blast. That's and true, Harmon. Hilarious. Like L.A. Matt. Here. That's right. So you guys here in Asheville, some of you have been here since about Tuesday when this started. Yeah. Wraps up tomorrow night. What's this show like? It's obviously probably different from other festivals. Yeah, well... She's asking you about a festival you haven't been to yet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, this is a big theater, lots of seats, going to be a lot of people, and I'm excited because a lot of festivals, they've got, uh, they've got a lot of seats, they don't have a lot of people. And you need people, I think, in order for comedy to work. Yeah, this festival is really well organized. Drew <laughs> yeah, just great. goes with it. People are great. The city's great. Everything. He's such a straight man. In this. Yeah, I know. He was so perfect. Things really great. So it's a lot of fun to uh, to come and perform for these uh, for the crowds here in Asheville. Mm-hmm. And uh, they p- picked a great selection of comics, so everyone's really funny. And what have you enjoyed most so far uh, while being in Asheville? Uh, the humidity. <laughs> we come from a desert land. <laughs> Uh, where the airs are, are dry, and we, you know, we the decided we, as soon as we come here, we're going to try to soak in all of the humidity. And uh, I've also enjoyed the rivers. I, they have, there's, you have beautiful rivers. The, to have gravy in such a high oh. humidity, oh, yeah, oh, it's, oh, good. It's, it's really been fun. It's yeah, been it fantastic. feels like you're soaked in gravy. Yeah, as and much every- pork and calories as possible yep. in the heat. Oh, it's been great. Love it. <laughs> These guys are funny. If you want to come out to see <laughs> That's my favorite. These guys are funny. Yeah. Because there's no way. She said that for every interview that she did. <laughs> These guys are funny. She was super sweet for, for allowing me to go by L.A. Matt. But the enti- I kept the character up because it was super late. When you know when you're tired, you just it's like being drunk. You know, you stop giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just she asked me my name. I was like, L.A. Matt. And then she's like, yeah. <laughs> she looked at me and I was like, or like Law Matt, if you want to <laughs> if you want to be French about it, which is which was wrong. I learned because like that's m- maybe, you know, Spanish because because your level of giving a shit is normally so high. It's it's higher than it is. Usually like I usually don't like the idea of making a fool of <laughs> yeah. other people but not that i made a fool of her but uh you know i i but i was like whatever i'm la matt what's 
that. And <laughs> these, these guys are fun. That always feels like oh. such an apology uh, to me. Like when <laughs> yeah. I'm telling a story and I want the story to be funny, but then at the end of it, I go, it was so funny. Oh, yeah, and yeah, I realize, yeah. like, oh, man, I, I, failed. I failed as a storyteller. Yeah. Because I had to tell you what Trust I thought. Me. Trust yeah. me. Please. I said oh, at dude, the end of every If only joke. you were there and you, and you didn't just listen to this bad story I just told. That was funny, dude. Yeah, that was so funny. That was tight. But yeah, the, um, that was amazing. You 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 looked different. You know when they say yeah. like a great actor gets <laughs> yeah. into like yeah. method, yeah. and it's like yeah. you know you know uh, Stevie Spielberg would just say action, and he would just transform. Right. You know, like you transformed. I transformed into La Matt completely. Yeah. So much so actually that uh, a friend of mine who listens to this podcast, uh, she she basically asked me like she thought that i had become la matt <laughs> so i moved to la and she's like and, she, and i was like they do go together i asked her i was like do you not like la matt and she's like we'll talk about it later <laughs> like in the third person while you were you're like no, no, is no, LA no. Matt doing a good job? I was for you? asking. Like, you have been friends with LA Matt for a long time. I mean, I was asking. And about LA Matt would like to keep you <laughs> as, as a friend, friend. but yeah. if LA Matt needs to leave you yeah. to advance his career, LA Matt is willing to do yeah. that. Yeah, LA Matt's just trying to do him. <laughs> That's uh, what people do in LA. Yeah. Uh, no, she thought that I had now changed my act to LA Matt. She's like, do you do like perform stand up as LA Matt now? I was like, no, that was just. She's like, well, it seemed really real. Like, like I don't think like the anchor got it. I was like the anchor's not supposed to get it. Like it, I did this. You're like Jared Leto now. I yeah. did this for literally three people yeah. who are all in this room right now. We should start rumors. Our press department should start rumors about L.A. Uh, Man. Just slam the mirror. What have you become, L.A. Man? <laughs> like, did you know that he's he actually he actually hurt himself becoming this character? Like he's got a permanent scar from wearing sunglasses yeah and then the Olsen twins gave me too many pills (laughs) L.A. Matt dead (laughs) L.A. Matt not alive L.A. Matt Uh, anyway so she hates L.A. Matt and it makes me go like you know what right on (laughs) you're you're right about that it's a much worse person than (laughs) San Francisco Matt yeah who is woke Brendan can you what can you you've been uh, studying the the Ryan Lochte case I'm trying to figure out what so happened. So who's Ryan Lochte again? A swimmer? He's, He's a the swimmer. sex idiot. Sex idiot. Sex yeah. idiot. He what? says Gia. That was a whole plot line on um, 30 Rock. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I um, missed it. He's like, a, he's a swimmer. He's like a good looking guy. He had a reality show and he's like, oh, that's right. He's, oh, I think a lot of people were like, he really hands it up for the camera. And I'm like, I kind of think he's that stupid. <laughs> yeah. So he's not, he's like, is he famous for not being Michael Phelps? Because I've never. He was, he, he's pretty good. He's, he's won a he gold medal medals. Too. Yeah. I mean, he's a pretty good oh, swimmer. Oh, he won, he won 19 medals? Uh, I mean, he didn't win as many as Phelps. Yeah. So who the fuck is this guy? Fuck him, Phelps for life. I'm sorry. Don't Hashtag look at Phelps. Yeah. It's Team Phelps over here. Yeah. All right. Sorry, man. All right, buddy. I'm sorry. I just don't know who this Ryan Lockheed is. Uh huh. He his his sister show. was on a on a, like a interview show, show where she it was in Beijing and she talked about she dropped the C bomb a few times. Nice. Which which one? Cunt? The one oh. that rhymes with drinks. Oh, oh. damn. I was yeah. like oh, He's also yeah, from f- we yeah, yeah. Yeah. About the Chinese. I knew there was a racist yeah. angle. He, yeah. He's also but from she's, Florida, which is like I a nice little layer on top of that. that. I they're from Baltimore. The Phelpses are from Baltimore. Oh, uh, I well, Lochte went to Florida. Ah, okay. and, and his, uh, He's his been there. he went to Florida and his show, he was in Florida. He was living in Florida. So I don't know if he grew up in Florida. He's a Florida resident. I'm looking for Ryan Lockheed up on Wikipedia it's right now. Lockte, not Lockheed. Oh, okay. Okay. Not like Lockheed uh, Martin. So no, he doesn't make planes. He's not from the plane magnet. No, he's from the swimming magnet. So to answer your question, no one knows what happened, but 
They Here's, moved to Florida in early childhood. Anyway, yeah. sorry. So so he's a Florida man. Oh, he's yeah. got a bunch of gold medals. What we do know was that he... Uh, the reports started coming out. Ryan Lochte, along with a couple of swimmers, got robbed. Yeah, that was uh, the story. They okay, got robbed and, at gunpoint. And, and yeah, we're like, all right, Brazil okay, makes sense. Yeah, Someone's going to get this, robbed. The police were like striking. Right. Also, like if I was looking down the street, walking down the street looking for someone to rob, Ryan Lochte would be like a fucking just blinking yeah. oasis he in the desert. He just bleached like, his rob, hair to rob this dude. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's definitely got a robbable face. Yeah, here's, you know, a, just kinda here's like, a dopey Duh. looking white yeah. guy that probably has too much money. So the oh, interesting thing is, I get robbed as fuck uh, in Brazil. I'm sorry if it was the IOC. I can't remember if it was the IOC or the USOC, but they issued a statement shortly after that, that came out in the press, and they were like, that did not happen. Like, they issued a, a, a very um, assertive denial. You know, get hobbed? Right. I think it might have been the USOC. <laughs> so, Hold on. Was that... That's Brazil. Was that a Brazilian? He yeah. don't get hobbed. He don't get hobbed. In Brazil. In Brazil. In Brazil. No, no, no there's no there's no L. It's Brazil. In Brazil. There you go. Yeah, that is right. You're right. Brazil. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll stop. It's a fascinating accent to try and mimic because they don't have consonants, really. Yeah, but if anyone could see Brendan's face, it's like, all right. <laughs> well, I know I'm pretty thin on material, and I was kind of hoping Vince wouldn't even ask me because I was just sort of talking about it before. We started. I ruin everything. There's there's not really a story here. The the the, the weird thing is uh, that so early on the IOC was like, no, that definitely didn't happen. And then he and his parents started talking to the press, and they were like, it definitely happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then because why would he lie about it? Right. And then uh, a judge ordered his passport taken away so that they could like look into it more. It turned out he had already hightailed it out of Brazil. And using the U.S., but then like did it, did it, did breaking news. They pulled two swimmers off the plane where they were trying to leave Brazil. Huh. Uh, and, like, what are they doing them. to them now? I don't know. What? I don't understand why you know high lucky. Yeah, he lied. Did, so did They're he report capoeira fighting? <laughs> he reported the robbery to police, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And crushed down. And then when they realized electricity out of their backs, they're realizing <laughs> it's a fake biting his head. Yeah, don't jump yeah. on him. Don't jump on him. And so it's. I just don't. It's, <laughs> all, all they're saying is there's like massive inconsistencies. But <laughs> this what, is our lead interrogator, Blanca. He lives in the jungle. <laughs> He's got strong jump defense. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to do a cannonball right near your chest. In the interrogation room. Oh, he's, he's our best interrogator. They say he flip you. Oh, no, he flip. He flipping. He flipping toward you. Wait, there's no L, so how do you say Blanca? Blanca. Blanca. I think there's L's, isn't there? You just said there's no L's. Sil- Silva. Silva. Anderson Silva. So then there is L, so it is Brazil. Brazil. Well, you say Brazil. Mm, all right. It's just how you pronounce the L, bro. Even I want to turn I off this podcast I know, I right can. now. This is horrible. I wish I could trade places with our Brazilian listeners right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful country. Yeah. Anyway, why they're a judge pro- would... They're probably out hobbing people. Yeah, why a judge would want to pull his passport is Brendan's weird. Brendan's going to kill me. Well, you're the one who asked him to, to talk you like, about... You, like, threw me on the finished fucking ice and then just jumped on it with jackhammers. That's what you did. With that bit right there. That, that was what you did, so thank you. The point of, this, the point of it is that we tell... Why don't you explain it? We tell stories. No, we tell stories so we can we can digress. Yeah, That's kind of what we do. The, it's not... You're, you are the... Now you know what my life is like, trying to keep this fucking show in between the lines. You are the 
the uh, oh, you were so the hard. you were the fond- <laughs> you were the fondant uh, base layer on a cake shaped like your own face. So, like you're not there for flavor. You're just there for structural integrity. Mm. So that you can put like the little uh, the icing on. That's the racist accents. That is the icing. Mm-hmm. And then um, the the words that rhyme with other words. That's like the the frost the frosting. Well, what's the cake then? There's no cake. <laughs> It's just an empty what the shell. What are you even talking about? Mm-hmm. I thought the show was had a lot of cake. Th- th- in it. That just got pretty deep. To there's, be honest, under thought, the fondant, there's nothing. That damn. I, I think our podcast is better than that. This show oh, has no shit. cake. The cake requires a recipe. There's like flour. Oh, you got to weigh it on we'd the scale. To, we'd have to go in order. I am yeah. not about that. No. Are you saying the cake like, is a lie? You know, we try. Don't you fucking you piece yeah. of shit. You dirty. I play fucking, video games now, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't even know what that's from. It's from it's Portal. No, I bought, shut the fuck up. I bought an Xbox. Fuck you. Because, because that's what Ellie Matt does. And you bought seven year old games. Dude, here's the thing. I wanted to play those games for so long, and I didn't because, like, life, you know, I was just doing life things. Yeah, you're too busy with... Uh, on Snuggly Rocks. When you think about it, you were doing a lot of the... Um, what? Harold uh, screening uh, Gary from Fremont. Um, yeah. Um, he I, had a lot of important stuff like that. Uh, hmm. Uh, Listen, I was doing a lot of things, and... Okay, so... Back okay, so when that game came out, it was what two thousand sure eight. I was I was in the middle. Yeah, the, you were so many things. The point uh, is, is that is that now I play video games okay. and I can quote them. Cake is a lie. Hashtag squid. Hashtag old ass games. I played Red Dead Redemption as well. That's one of my favorite games ever. It's super fun. Yes. Yeah, and and guess what? It costs almost nothing when you wait a decade. Yeah, yeah. you know they, for ten bucks. You know that, yeah. what they call that in Brazil? Head, head dead redemption. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Squib. Yes. Yes, uh, kings. What? Uh, what Taking the, it back. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Oh, we're gonna talk a French connection. Yeah, but why? Uh, well, you—that was your idea. No, I wanted to watch Bug, and you were just like, "You said French connection." What? Well, I, I said, you know, Friedkin. He's good at. Brendan and I watched Sorcerer. It, this whole podcast is, is based on a lie. Well, we were doing really good with the themes. The cake is a lie. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're not. I th- but I'm not sad we watched it. I no, it was French Connection was fucking awesome and relevant. Yeah, where's a uh, well, not really relevant. Okay, maybe relevant. No, relevant. So it was good. Relevant to real what? good. I'll set this up with a period review from the time uh, from the New York Daily News. Again, this came out uh, in 1971, directed by William Friedkin, I believe. Uh, Mr. Gene Hackman won an Academy Award yeah. for his portrayal Popeye. of De- Detective Popeye Doyle. <laughs> uh, this is by Kathleen Carroll. The French Connection at Lowe's. I don't need to name the theater. Uh, it's trigger fast, <laughs> explosive scenes, and high tension chase sequences. The one in Bullet pales by comparison. We'll have you literally gasping for breath. The original story was suggested by the real life exploits of two New York detectives, Eddie Egan and Sonny Grosso, who in 1962 uncovered a multi million dollar heroin ring operating between here and Marseille. Robin Moore wrote an extremely factual book. About their, I don't know how you the be, most the fact most based you can be about their dogged efforts to crack the case. Now it's director William Friedkin's turn. What Friedkin has done is to revitalize the original story. He has undoubtedly exaggerated the violence, even though Egan and Grosso were on the set as both technical advisors and actors. Some of the bloodshed seems gratuitous. In particular, the offhand killing of a nagging FBI agent by one of the detectives. Not yeah. to mention oh. an all too gory scene of an automobile accident. 
But exaggerated or not, there is such a gusty authenticity about the film that for once we feel as if we are seeing flesh and blood cops in action instead of cardboard cutouts. Friedkin shatters any illusions we might have about New York's finest and the kind of lives they lead. His two detectives play as dirty as the men they pursue. They rough up a bar full of black addicts in Harlem. Exhausted and overworked and on edge, they become almost like robots. Cracking jokes and pouring on obscenities, Gene Hackman and Roy Scheider are so incredibly natural, they might have been discovered at one of the precincts. What is this? This is uh, the French Connection. This is a review of French. What, what have you been? What have you been doing over I there? I was just on. It's just seeing. L.A. Matt don't have an attention span. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to pay attention. It's now. just a, it's just a kicker, Dad. Yeah, just, we're just, it's just, just a little kicker. Just having a kicker. Just having a kicker. Uh, so yeah, you all watched the movie. Yeah. Uh, um, it was like I needed that. I was like I wanted to talk to people about the movie did you after really? Suicide Squad. I was just oh, like, yeah. oh, movies are bad, and everyone <laughs> yeah. who makes movies is bad, and everyone yeah. who watches movies is bad. But Isn't yeah. it weird? Like I, I go through that phase at every film festival I've ever been to. <clears throat> I'll see like two, just usually, it rarely, rarely more than two or three. But I'll see two in a row or three bad movies in a row, and I'll be like, man, I just don't. I guess I just yeah. don't like movies. Fuck this medium. Like this. Yeah. yeah the, oh, this is all bad. I never want to see a movie again. And then you'll see one good one. You're yeah. like, oh man, movies are great. Yeah. I was. I yeah. I watched it late too, so I stayed up way past my bedtime. And yeah. I was just like, fuck, man. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's time to go to sleep. Oh, well, I'll r- write some stuff down maybe about how Brad French Connection is. All right, we'll, we'll call it notebook time. Brett, what's your French Connection notebook? Uh, so I, I really like, I think Friedkin's like cr- climbing up the ladder. Your, you don't have your notebook? I didn't, it's, I didn't actually write. You didn't I, write I was anything? so tired. You're you know? the king of notebooks. I, I was just so sleepy. Sometimes you bring a notebook. All right, yeah. you can pretend. I've seen a notebook before. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have nice. a notebook. Oh, we should but watch the notebook. <laughs> That's a movie I'd actually watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freakin's rapidly climbing my list of favorite directors. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything I watch from him is better than the last thing. I, I still haven't watched uh, The Exorcist, but Sorcerer was fucking rad. Mm. I had to watch this with Sorcerer. Uh, fucking rad. I had to watch this with subtitles on. Did any, any guys have that problem? I well, thought no. it was very mumbly. It's not it, in it, French. It was a little mumbly. No. <laughs> uh, I didn't get a bunch of the stuff. Yeah. Uh, mm. I thought that was okay. I still don't understand picking, the, picking your feet your t- and, and then and uh, the hat in the back of the car. I don't know what that was like. Some like there during a pursuit, but it was nice to see like a movie. Like I'm always like, oh, I wish a movie would focus on one thing and just explore it to its full. This is like stalking someone in an urban environment. Uh-huh. The whole yeah. fucking movie is right. that. Yeah. Like every moment of it is like maneuvering. It's all one chase sequence. The yeah. whole fucking thing. Is and it a lot of like shots of people's feet? Did you not watch the movie? No, I didn't watch the movie. I didn't even know I was going to be here. Oh. Hashtag where, where else would you Dude, you had two days where you knew where you were going to be. I did have two days, but in those two days, I was busy just fucking pounding. <laughs> so did Derek Dillinger actually get get you some that night? Is that what happened? Well, listen, I thought we were going to talk about... Yeah, well, now you brought this yeah, up. Yeah, you're not talking about buttholes. Um, first of all, and second of all... <laughs> Uh, no comment on any of that. Oh, no, no, I'll tell you all about it. No, if we're talking about that now, all right, we'll hold, hold off. We'll find yeah. out about your butthole exploits. Okay. <laughs> How you got spat on? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Choked first, then. Uh, I liked uh, I liked the little moments. I liked that they set up the uh, the failed chase at the beginning without any explanation and leave it dead. Like mm-hmm. so, there's the French guy who wasn't as good at chasing people. He got shot in the fucking dome in the first. The which which one? Right at the beginning. Uh-huh. The the goon, the 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 hired gun, the sniper. The, yeah. So there's like the longshoreman and then his buddy, the his like second in command. 
Yeah. The sec- like he he's being followed by a French policeman and he like takes a wrong corner and the second in command domes him. Right. The guy with the baguette. Yeah. Yeah. I he like just, that it opened with a guy well, in like France a, yeah. and he was like walking around town with a baguette and a mm-hmm. cigarette. Just so you know that it's France. Yeah. Really uh, sets the scene. Yeah. yeah. So he failed and it's like, this is what happens with like, it's immediately like, like a value I proposition. Get, I actually didn't get how that related to the rest of the yeah, movie. He was bad. He was that. bad got found out and immediately shot in the head oh okay and then okay. like i like that there's little things like he picks up the fucking oyster or whatever because he's a longshoreman right like he's building character in these like secondary movements i didn't that get that doing. either yeah because he's like he he's risen up from who, being like a dock worker who's a longshoreman a, the heroin is this guy who's french <clears throat> that makes sense the french the french connection he's he's that makes sense. he's yeah. le longshoreman uh-huh that uh, makes a lot of sense uh, I really liked how abruptly and weirdly it ended where it's just like, hey, yeah, they the were super good at this one abrupt. thing and it turns out it doesn't fucking matter yeah. at all. This yep, one thing yep. they were the top of their class at and it didn't make a single bit of difference. That was my one discussion question was, uh, is this police work supposed to be heroic at all? Because, I mean, when it starts out, my first question is like, all right, well, why are these, why are these heroin dealers bad? Because in my mind, like drug dealing is not necessarily... Being a drug right. dealer doesn't necessarily make you well, a bad I, person I in my mind. I don't think it matters. So, well, I think it's more like, you know, JP was always like talking about how like the uh, Americans are so afraid of work. You're going to have to explain that a little more for we had, anybody we had a, who, who wasn't in film class with us yeah. in college. All right. So we had, uh, <laughs> we had a, a film professor who is like uh, one of the lead cinema, cinematographers on uh, Apocalypse Now. Uh, That's a good uh, movie. It, it, was, it is a good movie. <laughs> Thanks, LA, man. He's, he's There's what, also a French connection in a deleted scene. For real? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Also, this professor is There's French. A French it's, family that lives on the plantation, the old uh, colonial holdover. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indo, uh, Indochina. That French. is a French connection. French, French yeah. colony. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, Godard's project. Oh, French films. Yeah. So uh, that makes sense that he would make a movie called The French Connection. Yes. What? No. <laughs> Because it's French. He he didn't yeah. make this. You want to unwind he, that? He was for, just he was just referencing something this guy said. Vince made me. Vince made me get background. Right. This is unrelated to the movie. He's okay. talking about something. Start that he from heard the beginning. A film professor say a film professor. Okay. He, so and this guy is Jean Luc Godard. Uh, uh, J P Grand. J P Grand. Goran. Goran. J P R I N. Brasil. Yeah. Brasil. Okay. Yeah. And and he his whole thing was that Americans hate. Work he, and he, the portrayal of work, like the um, act of doing stuff on film, is men uh, uh, Americans don't like that. They don't like the idea of you showing a thing happening. They want it to be over already. Like mm. it's like pornography where they just want to skip to the nut scene so that they can die. Oh, <laughs> that's this whole I thing. Don't skip they to want the it, nut they scene. want it framed immediately so that it can be dead and they don't have to think about it. Anymore. I like the beginning of porn. Yes, because you're worldly, Matt. Yeah, thank you're you. So European. Yeah. You don't you know, skip lot- straight to the part where she's drowning in quicksand. No, no. no. I no. want to watch. How her did she in get the in the act? jungle in yeah. the first place? Yeah, yeah. 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 I want to see her like her looking motivation? at the map and going, "We are off course." You know, that's <laughs> that's what a lot of people like about you is that you're actually more of a European city with like a lot of cafes, exactly, and just you know a very a little bit more progressive too. Yeah, you know. That's how I feel about myself. Uh, Anyways, go back. This, for the French Connection, is entirely concerned with work and not at all concerned about whether that work is worthwhile or purposeful. Mm. And so it's all about them and, like, following is the work. Like, it's all about the mechanics of following 
Uh, Sounds like The Wire. Is this The Wire? It's closer to No Country for Old Men, actually. Mm -hmm. No Country for Old Men is another movie that's very much about the process of doing something kind of criminal. Though though I can see why you say that because the bare plot elements of like the dock worker connection. Absolutely. Those are all there. So there's probably some elements. And also it's all this work that they do. Totally. It's probably not. Okay. Well, all Uh, the work. It shows them doing all this work that really at the end leads to nothing because there's just more drug mm, kingpin. Well, it's not. It's not. It is not even concerned about whether it matters. It was all about like the film itself is about following people around. Like, that sounds boring, but it's not though. Did you see Suicide Squad? I did, <laughs> Bruh. Actually, you know what it's more like? It's more like the lives of others. <clears throat> yeah, because that's all about the nuts and bolts of surveillance. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a little, different it take is, on Yeah, it. it's a little conversationy too to throw another Hackman thing in there where it's very much about like angles and whether or not you're the interesting thing about watching it is you're kind of conditioned because it's like the film sort of grainy. All the cars are big and American. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Over, it's, it's crazy watching Gene like Hackman a chase is, sequence where all the cars are like 5,000 pounds. Yeah. Uh, Gene Hackman is young. Uh, and so you're sort of conditioned to the plot elements too. So it's hard to parse out where you were going with, with the heroin dealers for a movie of that time. Uh, generally speaking, you can bet that the drug dealers are evil, bad people. Right. And the cops are good guys. And it's very black hat, white hat. And even uh, the way it was really fucking racist, the the black guys, <laughs> oh, yeah. they were just like such like layabouts. And, you know, oh, like, I mean, also the first I think the first scene with Popeye Doyle is he's like, oh, well, yeah, never trust a nigger. Like, that's yeah. the first like but I think then, that might yeah. be his first line. Yeah. In the movie. <laughs> My wife's like, uh, is this? Oh, I'm anyway. Is this uh, would this be racist at the time, or is everyone clapping? Yeah, so, I think it's accurate because, like, I don't think it takes a moral accurate? position on who these. It's, it's a mix because New York was weirder then. Too. Yeah. Oh, that's accurate. Like, I don't think it was necessarily. That's why I asked whether are they supposed to be heroic because it's up yeah. in the air. Well, I think that it sort of muddles it, right? Because yeah. you you get conditioned to just thinking like, okay, these are the good guys in the movie versus the bad guys because that's. That's just at the time the idea of a, a you know an antihero or kind of like a, a a rogue cop that that's pretty radical for what 1973 right. one. One. one yeah which yeah. is what the review was saying too they're like oh these are these aren't just like uh, ooh there yeah. there's depth to these characters yeah, yeah. so but, it's kind of interesting so it sort of add, adds a layer of confusion where you're like is this is this how they're really trying to portray it or am I just mm. seeing it through a more contemporary lens? It's uh, and I don't think there's like a super clear answer, but I do think he was probably trying to do a little bit of like, Hey, maybe some cops have to cut some corners to get their work done. And, and how do we feel about that? Like and the wire on you. And maybe the, yeah, maybe their like work the is existentially right, useless. Like, right. I, you know, they can be, really good at their jobs at doing mm-hmm. this this one thing and yeah. and yeah. being credible about it and still well my someone... favorite scene was when McNulty and Bunk investigate the crime scene <laughs> uh-huh. and they just say, say fuck. fuck the whole time yeah I love yeah. it so actually it really is like the wire yeah that's yeah. my favorite part you, there's is. a McNulty and a Bunk in there uh huh yeah. damn that's cool so but putting it in, ti- in a time oh shit Omar <laughs> coming <laughs> That was yeah. That was in the French Connection too. Oh, dude, <laughs> Omar did he came? Yeah, it was he came, dude. Came all all over some guy. So oh, over yeah. some guy's back. Yeah. Um, he got killed by that. Hopper. I think this was this was fresh at the at the time, but at this, but also I think it started um, a certain trend. Like we 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 would say that yeah. this would never get made now because it's too morally ambiguous and the ending is too like ooh, what do we think about that? And I think this was at the beginning of that. But uh, like 
throughout the 70s like that became such a trope where yeah. the like they took movies where they might not have been that morally ambiguous and they just like gave them a morally ambiguous ending that it became it became such a trope that like if you listen to to Tarantino talk about seeing Rocky where like that was the the first movie where it was like oh no it was just like the good guy the good guy like everybody came out of Rocky like super pumped up because it'd been a whole decade of movies where it's just like well it's got to have a uh, yeah. morally you know Watergate everything's fucked nothing that Vietnam. you thought nothing that you thought you knew is is the way it is urban decay yeah rust uh, belt uh, bo- baby baby boomers uh there's a wave wave out in the desert Oil shortage oh opec you know what's interesting we were kind of snickering family. about extremely factual uh-huh robin moore um i can't remember the name of the book he's written like four books he wrote the green berets which was the mm. movie with uh john wayne it was like one of his last movies actually he wrote the french connection i think he might have wrote like one other movie and then he wrote a book in like 2003 that was about he was embedded with a special forces group in afghanistan oh generation kill that was also made by David Simon, who made The Wire. That's L.A. True. Matt. L.A. Matt. L.A. Matt watches HBO. Um, okay. So, Wait, did so you, did the you, book was the book was. Uh, described, how was the movie? He don't know. <laughs> the book was described Square. as extremely factual. Uh-huh. So anyway, I read this book. It was like, I think I found it on on sale, and it was like, I don't know. It was a good book, and it's like these gnarly battles and they're like going against hundreds of Afghan insurgents and, and fighting these crazy like last stand type battles and calling in airdrops at like danger close and like blowing everybody away. And it's like this insane story. And I was like, wow, that book was amazing. And then it came out like not that much longer after that. He had just fabricated the entire thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it's like officially out of print. You can't get it anymore. And the central character was like this really strange guy. Um, Shoot, and I forget his name. Uh, if you Google Robin Moore and this book, you will um, Popeye Stevenson. Yes, yes, he only exactly. writes books about guys named <laughs> about guys named Popeye. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also wrote Popeye the Sailor Man. Oh, uh, anyway, the the whole thing was very strange, and so this guy was his primary source. So he like just made a bunch of shit up. Then he relied on this very strange guy. He was a guy who had actually traveled into Afghanistan and was posing as like a U.S. Uh-huh. Special Forces soldier. And apparently he got in so deep that people were like, oh shit, this guy's working like some deep cover. And he was just not. He like hitchhiked his way to Afghanistan. Do you think there's an entire class of people that do that, that just fake CIA-ness and just go to places where it's like, well, yeah, I'm not. I'm, uh, it does happen. You can, yeah, yeah. If you have the balls, you can definitely do that. What do you think you? They get apprehended out of that? a guy not that long ago Probably at some border pissy. checkpoint in Afghanistan, and he, all he had was a sword, and he was just like <laughs> gonna go fight the Taliban. Nice. Did they let him go? Sword. No, he got arrested. He, they should have let him go. Him. Just because I think if you want to, <laughs> yeah, if you want to sword fight the Taliban, go for yeah, it, man. Go for mm-hmm. it. Who are who are we to like stop him from yeah. murdering? Did you guys listen to? Season two of Serial. Oh yeah, yes, I did. I didn't like it as much, uh, but oh, see, yeah. I, like I thought it was really interesting, and I feel like the general consensus was like, oh, it wasn't as good because there wasn't like a central mystery to be learned. I don't think there right. was any mystery yeah. to what happened there, but I still thought it was. I thought it was interesting because I wasn't was, looking for like a yeah. mystery. It was so an interesting story for the sure. The saddest part was when he's like, yeah. So then I got to the army and I realized I didn't want to like be a now soldier. I wanted to be like a World War Two soldier. And yeah. I was like. 
Oh, you simple asshole. Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. That yeah. was pretty bad. Because he was like, the thing is, is I kind of saw myself as like a ninja. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you're like, holy fuck, you're on the radio right what now. What code dude. does a man have? What? Yeah. It's like his his whole worldview is just cribbed from bad ideas dude, It's so from crazy because he reminded me so much of this dude that I know who like also smokes a pipe and like <laughs> thinks, yeah. you know, says shit like a man has to have well, a code. That's and, very like, existential <laughs> buffoon. Uh, it, it sort of feels like uh, I mean I, and like I hate very, to make this reference, but it feels like shit break from American Pie. Like there's mm-hmm. there's that guy in yep. the group where it's like oh this guy's got a, cu- no. a, a, a like a vague sheen of sophistication. No, yeah. Matt, uh, I want to talk to you about some stuff because I've seen a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, it's, and not only that, but he's also he's read a lot of books and he writes a lot of poetry and oh. like and he has a lot of like. Not, Wait, is this me? Not, he has a lot of nautical tattoos. This and, isn't Nick the bitch, fuck. is it? No, this ain't Nick the bitch. I, I, I haven't known. Hey, you know who else said every man's got to have a code? Dude, yes. Oh, oh my. Oh, shit. Wire connections. Wire connections. Wire connections. Connect them with the wires, man. <laughs> If we could connect everything to the wire this episode, then I'd be very happy. That's what yeah. people want. Really. I've been rewatching it, and it's, they want, it, it they truly want, is the best show ever they, made. They want Portal One memes mm-hmm. and and talking about the wire, dude. That, if you think about it, <laughs> two thousand. Six, yeah, best year ever. Oof. Number one Oof. comic in the world, Oof. Dan Cook. <laughs> Number one show in the world, The Wire. Number one video game out there, Portal. Maybe. The Wire was not. The Wire was like a critical failure. The HBO kept on just because they knew it was so fucking good, and then everybody didn't, didn't discover it for like another three years until it came out on DVD. Yeah, yeah but whatever, dude. The point. I was actually just. Oh, I was actually just writing about how terrible the the, the early two thousands were because I saw that movie War Dogs where they basically became. Uh, was that good? They had a good trailer for that. Yeah, it was pretty good. Miles Teller. It was pretty good. I mean, it bitch. could have been better, but it was. Fuck you, Miles Teller. I'm calling you out, motherfucker. What yeah. happened in come, that movie? Come to L.A. and see me. These dudes from Florida <laughs> became arms dealers when they were like 22. Oh, yeah. It's out in theaters right now. 1840 right? North Kenmore <laughs> Avenue. You want to fuck with me? Come to 1840 North Kenmore <laughs> Avenue. Apartment 204. LA, All right? L.A. I'll, Matt fighting. L.A. Squid. Matt is going to fight Miles Teller on the roof of our apartment building. Yeah. You can see the Hollywood sign, bitch. You're allowed up there? Dude, I'm allowed down in the basement even, too. But you have a basement? We got a basement. We got a fucking roof. We got, we got a hot tub, bitch. Oh, what? Yeah. You have a hot tub? We got a hot tub, bitch. That's where I bring that pussy. And then I give them to me. Wait, oh, yeah. So you're going to talk about the buttholes. Wait, hold, hold, on, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Miles Teller, finish, dude. We didn't finish talking about War Dogs. I called out Miles Teller. I put his name in the street. He a bitch. And now go. He got that face. He got that face got that, that makes face me go like, punch. fuck you. Uh, so the, the story was these two guys, they found, uh, well, there was this, this website in the in the mid-2000s, like after the Halliburton, and like there's a, a series of no-bid contracts that the Bush administration was in hot water for. So they had this website where every defense contract was like on a public website. And so these shady dudes from Florida would bid on all of them and like source low cost weapons and then try to sell them back to the U.S. government. And so one of their schemes was like getting in bed with some super shady dude on a watch list to to uh, import all this shit from Albania because Albania just had a ton of. Am- ammunition after the cold war mm. and like the u.s government wanted to 
supply the Afghan army with all this with all this stuff and didn't want to make it go through con- uh, Congress. <laughs> and so, like, our, we had an official arms embargo against China, but the U.S. government didn't really want to know. So they got all this low-cost Chinese ammunition and had to, like, finagle a way to get it from Albania to... So- by the way, that rem- I, I was reading, what was I reading? I was reading something fairly recently that was talking about like, yeah, so we like just completely fucking bombed Iraq into the Stone Age and then rebuilt it with Halliburton. Yeah. And like no bid contracts. And I mean, that's Dick the- Cheney is like, owns like 49% of Halliburton. And, um, I was like, oh, fuck. Like I knew that, <laughs> but I'd like forgotten. Yeah. And then I was like, I remember hearing about that and being like, "Oh, like, uh, what is that book? It's it's ba- it's the basic plot of the what is it? The international fuck the memoirs of an the international wire. The wire. economic yeah. hit, economic hitman. Oh is that yeah, it? confessions of an economic hitman. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's the basic plot of that. Yeah, go to a you go to a country, fuck it up, and then or you loan them a bunch of money that you know they can't pay back, and then so you repossess the natural resources as a as collateral, as collateral when they default on the loans that you knew they couldn't pay in the first place. Mm-hmm. Sort of that situation. Anyway. But then we ran out of people to do it to and we did it to ourselves. Yeah. So, but it was an interesting movie just because uh, like I remember the, the mid 2000s, like the entire economy was just based on amoral grifting and shittiness. Like I, I feel like all of our friends were mortgage brokers at some point and they were I, like, I was like, I was still finishing school at that point. Yeah. And I was like, bouncing and like living paycheck to paycheck like eating tuna fish and eggs Mm -hmm. (laughs) and these like i would run into people that i knew from high school and they're like just the biggest dopes and like bro i'm making like 10 g's a month doing mortgages (laughs) i'm like what the fuck and so yeah so it was an interesting time and in the in the sense that i feel like right in our formative years there was this very clear choice between being being a decent person and being poor and being a shithead and maybe making a ton of money that everybody was having to make. At, I know what you I make. At that yeah. point. Broccoli, eggs, broccoli. rice. <laughs> broccoli. The worst butthole stink of mm-hmm. your life, but you that's all you need, really. You got protein. Broccoli, you got, eggs, rice. So worst butthole stink of your life. More, yeah, it works. And more. so these guys were like an interesting oh. these guys were like an interesting oh. uh an interesting example <laughs> because it was like so if they're undercutting Halliburton and they're and they're sort of I'm fine. Matt's having a well, angina. You want, are you you having, want, you want me to get buddy? in there? No, I, just, I can get in there. I'll just, just pop that fucker open. I'll squirrel around in there. Like uh it feels like acid reflux? Like bubbles in your chest? You ever feel like yeah, it there's sounds like, like acid a little like it gives sharp, a little gasp. Sharp <laughs> bubbles in your chest? Like uh oh. you know, like a cramp? You mm-hmm. guys ever get that? Yeah. Where it fe- you're like, is this a heart attack or a cramp? Ellie Ellie's ruining you, man. I know. I'm sorry, finish. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I just have anxiety. What's gonna make it's you a fast less paced a- LA less lifestyle? I know. Partying on the Sunset Strip all day on that strip, dude. I'm just on that strip eating bacon, <laughs> not <laughs> exercising. I feel like I interrupted with my heart attack. Yeah, it's okay. I'm really sorry. I mean, the basic plot of the movie was like 
or this wasn't the plot of the movie, but it was my takeaway from the movie was like, are you like, are they being scumbags for defrauding the military industrial complex? Essentially. It looked, uh, the trailer made it look like it was very Wolf of Wall Street three. It's a genre thing where it's like, Oh, it's the fun of excess. And yeah. like a slight moral hand waving where it's like, actually it's bad. Honestly, Even though it looked rad as fuck. I, I, <laughs> it's a little more complex than that, but yeah, it's somewhat of that. I just don't want to see miles teller, uh, making a bunch of money or mouth shapes. I don't want to see him talking because yeah. it looks like it's somebody else's chin. face. You know he's got that little chin where you're just like, yeah, it's like that shit in. Guy, he got like a plastic face mm-hmm. that was a little too big for his. He's got a cartoon chin. Like when uh, you want to draw a dumb guy in a cartoon, you give him Miles Teller's chin. Uh, I'm telling you, dude. We'll just we'll even, chop you open right now. I'll go I don't in even there know who we're talking hands. about or what he looks like. And I'm, it's I'm just, just his like, actor. I'm just like blissed out. This is what isn't this what you did last week, no. Brett? You're like, who's Miles Teller? Yeah, I did, but then I found out. You showed me. You put me in this place. Miles Teller. I read a tweet what? that was like, Miles Teller. Nah, my dude, that's an odometer. <laughs> what, what What are the signs of a heart attack? You, you die. No, but there's like a sign. <laughs> that's the, in movies, would have you believe that it's left your, arm. Your left arm gets numb. That's true. Okay, so my left arm isn't numb. Then you are not having a myocardial infarction. <laughs> okay, good. Can you feel this? Yeah, I can feel it. It's fine. In your heart. You're not squeezing that. Can you feel it in though. your heart? Is it, is it making your heart flutter? Well, the problem is, is I can feel it right here, but it's a yeah. sharp pain in my chest. You have such nice big hands. And I have fucking <laughs> hypertension. Yeah. And What else? That Well, that's it. No, I, that's not it. Well, I have eczema. Well, and? ADD. And? I'm a drug addict. I sent you a picture of Miles Teller. Look at it. I was good on I was good on not knowing Ooh. who Miles Teller was until like two weeks ago. Jesus Christ, Matt! I'm sorry. It's, a, it's a, I didn't need to see that face. It's weird, but right? you get it now, right? Your illness gonna... is ruining my podcast. <sighs> I think. Are it's, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. It just uh, it's like these sharp pains keep hitting it, and I keep it keeps making me uh, make these noises. Everything's good though. Can I have your career if you go? You can have my Xbox. I played Portal. <laughs> what about Red Dead Redemption? I beat it. <laughs> I beat it already. I don't want to have to start taking heart pills because I'm 31. But don't get anxious about possibly yeah, you, having you, to take heart pills. That'll you can't just get make your heart meta, worse. Meta anxious. It just like keeps poking. But that's the thing. I wasn't getting this before, and then fucking. Well, I was like occasionally, but then fucking the doctor. Because the doctor, we've been doing my blood pressure every two months for, you know, at, at every doctor's appointment I have. And it's just been getting higher and higher and higher. Right. And he was you like... You go to the doctor every two months? Yeah, every two months. I go to the doctor to get refill of, a, of, of my ADD prescription wow. and then to just see if I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so my blood pressure keeps going up and up and I haven't done anything about it because I was like, it's just because every time I come in here, I get nervous. Because there's nothing really to do about it. Well, I mean, what about working out? Like, I could. He told me he's like work yeah. out. He told me eat celery. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know the thing about doctors is they trick you. Oh, what they trick you? You think their... it's all one big? No, there's things to do, but I feel like they're. I mean, you can try them. I feel like they're probably not going to help. You know what much. he told me? He told me, well, what's going to happen is um, I work out all the time. I work out like five times a week. I have high blood pressure. Well, what he told me is that uh, your heart is going to just keep getting bigger and bigger. Uh, if you if you stay with hypertension, then you're gonna you're gonna have a, a weak heart, and then you're gonna die. A big heart, chest pains, can't lose. Yeah. So what do I do? I think you die. 
I gotta take heart pills. Yeah, you gotta keep heart. Take Just heart eat pills. some fucking celery, dude. Dude, come it's on. not hard to eat celery. Do you it's have any celery? Not on me. Well, then what? The I fuck? can get you some. I know a guy. <laughs> I just want the chest, the the little stabbies to stop. Yeah, that's why you. It's you, fucking you, up the podcast. You put the celery in there. In the down stab? The, no, down the hole. There's like a miniature Miles Teller in, in your chest. Just, Maybe holy just, fuck! You think Miles Teller got a voodoo doll? He's already winning. He's already winning. And he didn't even Teller, come to your house yet. Miles Teller has a voodoo doll. Miles Teller is your Amanda Waller, and you're his witch. You're his. Uh, you're his enchantress. He's just. He's just, he's just <laughs> stabbing you in the chest. Yeah. This is hypochondria. I hate to tell you. No, so you I'm not. I'm not, a hyper, I'm not a hypochondriac. Like I mean, I am, but I. <laughs> but at least I think I am. I read something. I about think it. you're giving yourself a psychosomatic heart a lot like problem. Me. No, this is. I mean, this is like a cramp or something. Mm. What if I stretch? Maybe you're not getting enough massages in LA. Have yeah. you thought about that? That for sure is true. <laughs> oh yeah, squeeze that titty. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, final thoughts on uh, on French Connection. I like your point about <laughs> it being <laughs> about about it being the about the the work part of work. Yeah, which I think is true. That that wasn't my first thought coming out of there, but I, th- I think that's one hundred percent true. My my immediate takeaway was that smaller stunts are more exciting. Oh yeah, like a car like that car chase <sighs> was so like white knuckle exciting because it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't built up. He's not driving a Ferrari. Like he's not falling from a, a cliff yeah. with a parachute on. The, he's just driving like a shitty car yeah. down a and street. It's hard to drive a car in the wrong lane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, really hard. Like they showed it. They it gave you like a sense of spatial awareness. It didn't cost a ton. It's just. It's just the accurate depiction of trying to weave in and out of traffic when you can't control that traffic. And and they, a, a bunch of scenes were like that. Yeah. Yeah, I stunts was... that are small are exciting. Who knew? So Gene Hackman, good dude, mm-hmm. good I, dude to have in your movie. Mm-hmm. I really liked the fifth season with the newspaper because I thought it gave a good insight into what it's like to work. With when you walk through the garden, garden. Bah, 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 bah. you better watch your back. Bah, bah, bah. Well, I beg your pardon. Yeah, the great thing is you even did the version from the fifth season. It's like yeah. you knew that song specifically. What was the version from the other seasons? Well, there's the first version, which was... Oh, it's the wire and it's coming <laughs> to get you. It's a go and listen to your phone calls and you'll go. Oh, mommy is a gay man and he likes to rob drug dealers. And Stringer Bell wants to start a business and get legit. <laughs> <laughs> What's Prop Joe doing? He's so fat. He just wants to take on with some shit. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a weird podcast. <laughs> Are weird. we recording? Like, What's nah. <laughs> there's there's like a weird energy. I'll 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 admit, but yeah. I think a lot of that is the heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So none of you guys were bothered by the racism of uh, of, of of French Connection. Not surprised. Fucking white fucking privilege, dicks, dude. I, I didn't see it, so I can't comment on the racism. I guess if you're gonna watch Sorcerer, which is recommended, you got to get the uh, the freaking cut. Uh, I guess like they they released the one that went out up until like three years ago. There's like a Blu-ray one. You mm-hmm. need that one because the other one's awful. And he was like, "I disavow it. It is not my child." And okay. the other one is fucking amazing. Here's a question: Which cut really did I watch? Good. Huh? Which cut did, did I you watch? watch Sorcerer? Oh, Sorcerer. I yeah. Here's a question: What what is healthy food? <laughs> Like what is like okay, I'm starving right now, right? Is it rocks? <laughs> is it bird? Like what do I eat tonight? Cloud? What should I eat? 
healthy celery just nothing but celery okay but that's your life so i'm not cooking tonight where do i get vegetables that are cooked uh store go to store here's here's my advice Some stores have pre-packaged salads eat eat out less okay that but (laughs) i'll never stop that uh but if you make your own food most of the time it's going to be decent for you okay so what do i eat tonight you're not using bullshit the fact okay. do you have access to a uh, fridge or a stove i do have access to a fridge what's in, in the fridge i don't well the, i won't it's someone else's food take it where are you it's staying yours now i'm staying at my friend tom's house tom dean hashtag squib also tom dean's tight what here's the point i'm staying with him and this uh, food is yours now you are at home in no his i house. should i could go to a store and i could buy vegetables i should Why don't steam you call them? tom dean and see if he has broccoli <laughs> Like on the show, do it yeah, on the air. Yeah. Do it on the air right eat now. Eat some broccoli. Like Call a him person. and say, "Do you have? Yeah, do it right now. Broccoli. I gotta eat healthy because I'm having a heart attack. Do you have any broccoli? I need a vegetable. Let's call him. Daddy, would you like some broccoli? <laughs> okay, I'm. A, I'm a... Daddy, would you like some? This broccoli? is the weirdest you gotta, you thing we've ever him, done on the podcast. Do we, think, do we think he's gonna answer? You gotta tell him he's being recorded or all going to jail. Oh, okay. Do you think he's gonna answer? He has to acknowledge it. I don't. Or think it's he... the wire. We don't want to be the wire. I'm going to bet that he doesn't answer. When you walk through the garden. Hey. Hey, what's up? It's there Matt. There How are you bet. doing? Good it's Tom. Oh, hey, what's up, Tom? Uh, hey, Tom. Uh, you're, you're on the broadcast right now because uh, uh, say hi to everybody. You want a frog? Matt Leaf needs healthy food. He's he, dying. He doesn't have enough vegetables. And so I'm I'm having some sort of like uh like heart pains on the show and uh <laughs> and I, we were talking about what kind of healthy foods to eat and they're like just make something. <laughs> a long story short, I said I'm staying at Tom's house and I don't I don't know what's in his fridge. So then they're like, why don't you call Tom? <laughs> and All ask right, him. let's figure this out. <laughs> I like this. He's, he's I was, solution oriented. I was gonna make uh, ground beef tacos, but I'm assuming that that's not on the table. Oh, that's on the table. Nothing I wrong know. with a ground beef taco. No, no I, I that's not healthy. My heart do hurts. Some bell pepper. Do you have like an unhealthy? Do you have like a head of lettuce, and then you could do <laughs> lettuce wraps? Yeah. Man, we we have hella healthy shit in here. I mean, there's like mm. a full package of greens for cooking. Oh yeah. And baby spinach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. Eat that. You could also Sarah just do a taco really salad. When she goes to the grocery you know, store, a, a, like a, thinking that we're gonna change. <laughs> <laughs> a ground beef taco is not gonna be bad for his blood pressure. Uh, yeah, it, but, yeah, yeah, no, ground beef is totally bad for your no, blood pressure. It's, it's red meat. Yeah. I know yeah, from I, don't think it's good. I know from cartoons that that's bad. <laughs> yeah, but you're putting out. You're using a little bit of ground beef, and then you're filling it out with uh, with with yeah. tomatoes and lettuce. Don't, don't and, go overboard on the ground beef. Just like you very can have little. Make a, a salad. You put can, some ground beef in there. Get you want some protein. What about or? the taco shell? Can I eat the shell? Yes, I would. Well, Stay away from the shell. You can have a quarter shell. He's not trying to lose weight. Tom, do you have enough to make a like a a salad? A salad, or I could pick up something from Safeway on the way. Yeah, everything else has peanuts in it. <laughs> well, I'm allergic. <laughs> hard, hard cut to Matt with a mouthful of baby spinach, just crying in the fridge. He's still open fridge door with the light on. Can we can we take the peanuts out and <laughs> no? Or can I bring some non-peanut, you know, ingredients from Safeway? Yeah, I'll take, I'll take all the peanuts out, Matt. <laughs> okay, thank you, dude. So here's the thing, Matt. We only shop at the peanut store. 
all y'all fucked up because Matt Lee dying live on the air. L.A. Matt R.I.P. And no one gives a fuck. Is that maybe your chest hurts because you unknowingly ingested peanuts? No, it can't be that. Because I, I would know. Because that's not how it works. I know how it works. I eat a peanut, my throat hurts, and I get like a little swollen, mm-hmm. and then I vomit. Mm-hmm. I don't have like heart pains. I okay. don't think. Maybe. Well, I guess we can close the case on that one. Mm-hmm. Well, let's keep it open. Okay. We don't need, <laughs> Just we don't need Popeye Doyle to investigate yeah. that case. <laughs> we were talking about the French Connection, hence him saying Popeye Doyle. <laughs> what are your thoughts on French Connection, Tom? Not seen by Tom. Mm. That's fine. I didn't see it either. So occasionally I talked about the wire. So Hey, uh, let me ask you a question real quick. Did what? you what are the nature of your of your heart pain? Is it more of a flutter? No, mm. it's a stabbing. It's like a stabbing right. like uh, like sharp pains. Like a tiny Miles Teller is is putting his sharp chin into Matt's yeah, heart. Yeah, like like uh and they're painful enough that it's making me like a ugh, like 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 I feel like I'm being punched or stabbed. Well, I feel like maybe it's time to end this bit and go to the concert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Never. Love you, bye. I was just starting to appreciate how stupid that guy. <laughs> ah, Tom's a good dude, dude. Well, now I'm going to, I guess I'm having a taco salad tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds delicious. Yeah, you are, bro. Oh, oh. oh. means pussy. Squib. I wish I was having all the, like, mm. Never! Never <laughs> defeat the human spirit! You'll never defeat God! You'll never win! Never! Never, ever! Never! Never! Never, ever! Never! Never! Never, ever! Never! Alex Jones. <laughs> this video is just called Infinite Al- Alex Jones, and it's it's 59 minutes long. Never, never, it doesn't even turn into a song. <laughs> no, that is amazing. <laughs> Have you ever listened to more? The only the longest extended clip of Alex Jones I've ever listened to was when we made fun of his Charlie Sheen in- interview. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the. I'm he not, interviewed Charlie Sheen. He's the the Tiger Blood. He's yeah, the that basis was like the for, first when when the first wow. interview that Charlie Sheen did when he went totally off the rails. He went on Alex Jones. That show. was what we made, got there early too. We we laughed at that before. It was yeah. so fucked out that I don't even want to hear it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was what made well, winning, and that, that's where mm-hmm. winning and all Hashtag that shit came from. Yeah. yeah. His entire like weird sub career. Do you guys ever flinch now when something fun is going on and you're like, man, this is gonna be so fucked out in three days on Twitter? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of taints it preemptively. Mm-hmm. Sure does. What else you got? Oh, maybe some emails. Oh, I got some emails. Or we could we could make Matt sing songs about his. Oh yeah, his, he is here. Illness. Yeah, uh, we got to get him out while he's not well, dead. Well, they have to be soft songs because I don't want to like even yeah. laughing don't. at Alex Jones hurt. Right. That's how you know it's not a heart attack. Like so, that's yeah. not how, how heart you attacks got, work. You got some other problems. Mm-hmm. This isn't quite a tales from local news, but uh, our listener Tyler B um, has sent us a few of these uh, local news opinion pieces, um, and uh, they're all they're like almost art because I don't even know what the per- there's they're based on so much um, like already 
they're based on talking points that they just expect the audience to already know. What is this? This is local news. Local op-eds. news op eds. That well, local are, are news, too local. They're hyper local op eds. They're not ah. not so much hyper local. Just based on like they're, they're they're assuming the audience has read all the same right wing email forwards that yeah. they read. Uh, and well, okay. The thing with local news, I like I just don't watch local news anymore. But when every once in a while when I when I do catch it, you it's just very obvious that like if you give them credit for one thing, it's that they're hyper aware of exactly who still watches local news, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. which is just like the most credulous paranoia, you know, par- paranoia addled, some form uh, of Gary. Just, yeah. From f- Fremont. Exactly. <laughs> it's, these are all very short. Uh, this first one uh, by Ronald Lee Hicks Dixon <laughs> nah, entitled vote Trump for president published August 12th. Uh, the whole thing's like barely a paragraph. This is the whole article. Mr. Donald J. Trump has won the 2016 Republican presidential nomination, and there are so many supporters and people who love him and are confused. He is a family man and the only Republican that is very kind to everyone, record-setting or media-seeking. Seek and pray that he will win and stay constant, as millions of Republicans and Democrats do not want another insider government person that is an attorney or CPA. We need a person who loves his family. (laughs) Any attorney or any CPA? (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) <laughs> we need a person who loves his family, women, and Hispanics, and all veterans. What? Uh, well, then you should not vote for Donald Trump. Bad news. The final free. final paragraph. Locally, Mr. Donald J. Trump appeared near Davenport, Iowa's Adler Theater with the woman senator Joni Ernst. Cool. And I, was, I was so baffled by that. I was like, "Please send me more," because I don't know what that it sounds like. A happening. book report. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like a, a horse ebook or something. Yeah. It's so like a weird. Spam bot. Yeah. So this one's from June 8th, same guy. Why does everyone agree as a Republican Mr. Donald J. Trump is, who I voted for and promote, the only self-supporting presidential candidate? Come on, that's hard to parse. Millionaires are scared. When will Mr. Trump pick a running mate? Freedom of elected office. Millionaires are scared sounds a lot like doctors hate him. <laughs> it you know really what I mean? does. It really does. Seems like it should be one a, weird trick to a, be president. A banner ad for yeah. Newsmax. He's like on the wavelength, the clickbait yeah. wavelength yeah. somehow with his brain. Oh, uh, do you think he's just like, that is a sick rate on a mortgage. I'm going to follow through on this right now. <laughs> it's crazy time, that. Time to bust out the social security number and start mailing it. I do need to do some background it. check. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Sounds like schizophrenia, too. Uh, our next president will be Mr. Donald J. Trump. A global player is he. Why does he keep... As a he global is, player is he? Yeah. He's a... Mm. As he is one I admire because of his boldness and varied style of speech. Uh, his, I also admire <laughs> your <laughs> boldness and varied style of speech. His anti-Trump people have almost given in to his personal, Trump, his personal charm and supported by A to Z. What the fuck? What? This is this Other... is straight up forward, 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 forward. Do you think this is code? Is this Russian I don't code? Know. Are they putting it like in local op eds? You know, like there's that a... part in Red Dawn, the first one, not the remake, where they're listening to um, the the radio, and it's like, "Hello to our friends in the occupied zone." John has a long mustache. Mm. Like that's kind of what it sounds like, like right. some planted code. It's yeah. like the chair is near the door. So I read the original script for the Red Dawn remake because uh-huh. uh, I had a friend audition for it. And he sent it to me, and in that, the version of uh, this one goes out to the the our friends in the occupied space, and to them we'd like to dedicate Toby Keith's fucking "Put a Boot oh, in Your Ass" song. No way! Yes. Actually, I, at first I hated it, then two seconds later I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Toby Keith for you. Uh, end of the end of this one. Loud NRA endorsed, and he is a successful millionaire and a great dad, father, and grandfather. That's the 
That one's real strange. Um, and he sent us a few others from the same paper that are just as baffling. No smoking. What did that say? No smoking pot. No smoking parks. No smoking parks. Don't, Don't. stop there. And this one's by William Pope Rockfalls. These are this. Maybe no. they're from. He's from Rockfalls. I read an article in the paper about what? let's ban smoking in parks again. If these people want to get nasty, let's really get down in the mud. Here are my suggestions. One, no kids or teenagers because of all the yelling and screaming. Two, no cooking or bringing in food because of the smell. Three, here's a biggie but a good one. No vehicles because of noise from radios, smelly exhausts, and people parking on the grass. Four, no dogs because of the excrement people don't pick up. That goes for surface dogs as well. Five, here's for another one. surface dogs? No drinks of any kind. If they want Did to he say surface dogs? Serve service dogs. Okay. I'm just... I've, I've had a few beers. Mm. I, I don't think we should have let... Is this... I don't think we should have let the right-wing old people have uh, sarcasm. Like, we introduced them to trolling, and yeah. it's, it's gone poorly. This is, like, this is like a modest proposal where he's just like, what if I just sit in a park and smoke by myself? It's like, I don't... That's not satire enough. That's just... <laughs> Sad. Why don't we ban everything? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you ban pants? Because what? some people wear slippery slope. Why are ones that clash? Why slippery. Are, why don't I just stay in my garage all day, A all day, all the time, slope. and I don't put on pants anymore? This was the Adam entire- Carolla had that whole bit. Yeah. He was slippery, slippery slope, slope guy. But I think yeah. now he has I think become, now he kind of is slippery slope. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we just demonize all rich people? I pay my taxes. Uh. I feel bad because no one gives a fuck what you pay right. in tax. A central thesis of the film drunk podcast. I, I would agree that someone who's in like the forty percent tax bracket or whatever is thirty five percent, they are getting fucked. But w- when those people uh, interpret that as oh these poor people that are getting everything are fucking me, you're like yeah. no, yeah. Mitt yeah. Romney pays fourteen percent. He's yeah. the one that's fucking you because yeah. yeah. that fourteen. You're looking in the wrong direction, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and then uh, so th- so based on that. The New York Times speculated that Trump pays zero, uh, and they can't back that up or anything. But uh, they said based on the they interviewed a bunch of accountants, and they said based on the laws because real estate developers have so much fucking clout that they've just like built all these outs into so you can just rig it so you pay you pay like no fucking taxes, right? Like, yeah, that's that's like the, essentially no taxes. Yeah, well, you can creatively account stuff and and because like well, i mean we real estate quote unquote zero? depreciates yeah like on the books it goes places and then it comes back but in the end wow. well, and also if you if you run a you hedge, write everything off well you, right but if I mean, you run God a hedge damn. fund you're getting you're getting taxed at 15 percent, like the capital gains rate even right, though right. all your income is that that's the yep, rate you're yep, getting taxed yep. at and not yep. Like you're getting, I get, you're getting commissions, and it's not getting taxes income because like, oh well, somebody already paid taxes on it. Well, it's, I, uh, I got yeah. taxed more as a contractor. Yeah, um, dude, so, I have to pay so much in taxes. One last, uh, one last, <laughs> one last op-ed from this, uh, the same oh nice people. God. This one, this one's probably the worst one. This one is by Richard Rowland. Uh, headline: No sympathy felt for female assault victim. <laughs> Uh, that's, Go on. that's wow. how you, you roll into the party like that <laughs> already, it's already this a piping is... hot take <laughs> yeah. it's already like I, I don't even I can't even I can't even feel this through my oven mitts it's, it's already too much yeah. uh, get the asbestos there has been much in the news lately regarding the Stanford University assault victim in fact one column in a newspaper headlined the story Stanford victim now a powerful symbol 
Also, everyone seems to be mesmerized. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Plus. And another thing. It's like, finish your first point. Yeah. Everyone seems to be mesmerized by her 12-page letter to the court explaining how low she now feels after the assault. I have not seen it or read it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. And this is a great segue. Still, I have no sympathy for uh, this person. Uh, she epitomizes... Remember, this person whose letter that he has not read. She epitomizes the thinking of present-day society. Millennials. That of taking no responsibility for one's mm-hmm. own action. Mm-hmm. Unless someone mm-hmm. slipped her something in her drink, it's uh-huh. obvious she became so drunk high or a combination of both mm-hmm. of her own free will mm-hmm. to a point of unconsciousness. Let me profile this person I have not engaged with or <laughs> yeah. read any articles about. Here's, and, and actively refused yeah. to discover yeah. more information yeah. about. Here's another thing about millennials based on this girl whose letter I didn't uh, read. I'm, I'm pretty angry about this person I just imagined. Let me explain why. In her statement, she said she would learn from news reports later how she had been found naked. Apparently, she was still unconscious when found. Sounds like somebody who read an article. So forgive me if I find the statement powerful symbol a little disturbing when applied to someone who has allowed herself to become a victim of her own doing. Christ almighty. I suppose it's reasonable to assume that one should be safe from being assaulted. Uh, he's, he's really, oh, yeah, he's, he's really yeah. throwing out the olive branch to, the, to his haters at this point. <laughs> Even when being out cold. That's like in seventh grade when they're like, you have to concede at some point. (laughs) Yeah. I concede that rape may be bad in some situations. But hear me out on this. Oh, my God. My back hurts, so I'm just going to stand now. Okay. I didn't know if you were leaving. Uh, I got got nervous. Standing, making everyone nervous. Yeah, I got super nervous. I really want to talk about salad, so I'm okay. It's reasonable to assume that one should be safe from being assaulted, even when being out cold from too much to drink. However, while it's convenient to place the blame elsewhere for our actions, it's still one's own responsibility to look for look out for that person one sees when before the mirror. <laughs> well, what do you think? What do you think the author's goatee looks like? <laughs> Why can't all these people covered in fucking nacho cheese? I think that's that's a dude that's too old for a goatee. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pre goatee. I think that is a. I think that is a post Korean War. This is this is like I don't think so. No, this is like Den Paranoid, where he sees things on the news that he doesn't understand, and he's fucking freaking out about it. Like safe spaces are at the top of his list of things that are going wrong because. He doesn't fucking relate to the world anymore. Like he has distanced himself to the point of mm-hmm. everyone being a potential enemy, and he's scared, and he doesn't know how to deal with it. So he writes letters to the newspaper where he can get a couple of hits of sympathy. Mm. I feel like college kids have always been shitty and yeah, uh, oh, yeah, and yeah. reactionary yeah. and taking things too far. Right. And in the past, that's just been assumed. Like, okay, that's what that's what college kids do. They they awaken from. And they try to distance themselves from their parents' generation. And they do things that they're probably going to regret later. Um, But now you can just find a bunch of nuggets of college kids being shitty and and then and that can be your whole worldview and you yeah. can just write whatever yeah you can people yeah, are too just, pc yeah. in the in the diversity <clears throat> student club at yeah. oberlin yeah it's yeah. really amazing also when you engage with uh like someone like that on twitter who's raging against safe spaces and in the space of like three tweets you can insult them to the point where like well you don't have to be so mean yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's Fuck a it. it happens every time no they're, yeah that's they're, the they're, all, every time. they're all huge pussies all the anti-PC people, like, what's-his-face, uh, Brett. 
Brett Easton Ellis seems oh, like yeah. a huge fucking. Pussy. I had a great exchange I... with. Um, Sorry, uh, I don't mind. I, I... Lindy tweeted something about gun control, and the guy, a guy tweeted back, "When you get raped and murdered, you'll wish you had one," you know, or something like that. <laughs> and then yeah. she just responded like, "Go away." And he responded, I don't get it. What did I do? And I, I, I screen capped his tweet and I said, I'm not sure, but it might have something to do with this. And he goes like, I don't get it. Did I invade your safe space? And I said, what you did is the equivalent of breaking down a door and telling someone they're going to get raped and murdered. Um, and he's like, well, you don't have to be so rude about it. <laughs> I'm like, I showed you what you wrote. Like, do you- but do you think he was being earnest, or do you think like there's a lot of failed attempts at trolling that yeah. where they're where they're like, oh, I don't know. What you're they shouldn't go. I looked at the rest of the profile for context, and he was very much. He's very uh, much convinced that uh, that the PC culture opinion. is gonna make the planet soft, and we're gonna be invaded by another country somehow right. and be unable yeah. to defend. And you shouldn't. You should not get credit for a failed trolling attempt. Like you fuck no, that no, up. Absolutely you not. get you yeah. get double punished because like you're not smart enough. But to... I feel like I get a lot of failed trolls where I legitimately. And pretty much anyone who reads English, it's like no one knows where you're coming from. I f- like I get a vague whiff of you trying to troll or make or make a, an ironic point here, but you're not articulate enough to 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 make regular points, let alone yes. one with irony and subtext. It's so, yeah. Somewhat adjacent to trolling, I, I would actually um, we didn't we got sidetracked with Suicide Squad, and I'm I'm actually really interested in hearing from you, Vince. Mm-hmm. It seems that the grand conspiracy theory of you being on the take from Marvel and therefore, you know, uh, saying bad things about Batman versus Superman Suicide Squad, even though your review is like kind of positive, um, that feels new. Like the the troll and the angry internet user, oh. but like the the sort of this sense where I and I just see it like because I think you'll retweet it a lot and it's like other critics uh-huh. and there's so many people like. We have proof that you're accepting money from Marvel, you know, like right. insane shit. And it's so sad to extrapolate that to go like, how, how fucked are your priorities that you have to create this grand conspiracy right. that like well, film critics are on the take? Like, I mean, we did talk about it a little bit, yeah, but I, I, I want to ask you some more no, questions. No, no, so two, th- two things. So one, it's funny that they think that Rotten Tomatoes is biased because Warner Brothers actually owns like a, a large stake in the in Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So like they're they're criticizing Rotten Tomatoes for being biased against the company that owns Rotten a big portion of Rotten Tomatoes, which is right. funny. But like all good conspiracies, there's like a tiny kernel of of truth in it, which is that um critics like the way that that DC has made movies, like they don't critics are predisposed to like the the way that Marvel makes movies because Marvel sort of kisses the ass of that mentality where it's like critics have this very concrete way of thinking where it's like oh I want uh, I want this movie to flatter my politics <laughs> I and, am and lonely the X Men is really about civil rights and over explain everything like and Marvel movies are very much that they're very very much like do you see what I'm doing here do you see what this movie is really about it's very easy to write the uh the the progressive hot take about marvel movies because they're made with that in mind and so uh they get this uh, so they turn that into some conspiracy that can that critics are against dc movies when all it really is is like all right if you really wanted to get critics on your side it's so fucking easy 
Yeah. Like I said last we time. We talked about that last oh, time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if Josh Whedon, Josh Whedon fucking retweets you once, like you're, you're the, that critics of Marvel. I'm going to jump in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I love it in here. Honestly, I can fucking, I, DC, I'm going to speak now. If you don't want me to consult for you, then say something right now. Okay. I'm now <laughs> consulting with DC Comics or uh, their film division. Fire Zack Snyder into the sun. <laughs> Fucking problem solved. That'll be twelve million dollars. I don't think Zack Snyder is, is is a huge problem, but I will I disagree. Say this. Okay, that's fair, and I don't I don't say you're necessarily wrong. Okay, but I think a huge problem is every time a, a WB movie comes out or a DC movie comes out, they talk to to the cast. And every single time the cast does the old bullshit, like, oh, we made this movie for the fans, and I think critics just wanted to hate this movie. And it's like, hey, maybe if you just told them to kiss like a little bit of critic ass, because it's the old, uh, the almost famous thing where like if the if the cool guy in the band shows a slightest bit of attention to, to the guy writing about them, that fucking writer is going to love them. But every single time one of their movies comes out, they're always like, oh man, fucking critics don't know shit, bro. They try to do this this dumb populism. And it's like, oh man, if you guys paid like a small amount of lip service to, to critics, your movies would like, be so much better they reviewed. Don't, they don't give a shit, man. They make all their money that first weekend. They can crank this thing another 40 times and still get a big return. They can, but they're not making as, they're not making Marvel. They're not making Marvel money. And then it's on to Westerns again. Cause yeah. it's all fucking sing some songs. They're going to have trouble ter- making a return hurts. on Suicide Squad, right? I think, the, I think all those movies oh. kind of, su- they're not going to have a trouble. They'd already made like $500 million worldwide. Yeah. But oh, really? no, the, the, I mean, like critics reviewing it badly is a is a false problem. Like they don't they're not expecting to make a big they'll they'll the, send it the overseas, idea, they'll make a bunch of money over there. The idea then, that there's some grand divide between what critics think and what audience audiences think is a total myth. Like I think yeah. it's it's a lot more similar, especially for that kind of movie. Well that divide exists if it's a fucking superhero movie. No, no, no I, it doesn't. Well, I think it's like I think I, I think well, especially all the Iron Man's rotten, to, rotten Tomato meter, dude. You'll no, see I like twenty two percent rotten, and then you'll see like audience is like ninety. Well, I think yeah, I think but the, that's that's audiences flooding it, being like, oh, we gotta we gotta tell these critics what. For. It's, well, it's that's vocal, what I'm saying. It's vocal minorities on both sides. Those are like the. Uh, yeah, right. But if you compare Rotten Tomatoes scores to cinema scores where they pull the audience after, they're pretty, like, they're fairly in line. Like, uh, audiences yeah. didn't love the, Suicide Squad. The critic, the critic opinion seems to correlate with the drop off after the first weekend. But if you can make all your money back that first weekend, it doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A blockbuster, it's it's like 85% about marketing yeah. and like maybe 15% about how good if, the actual if movie you can, is. If you can milk it for controversy for an extra half a half a weekend, like it's like, yeah. oh, it's so bad or like this one yeah. part is super weird, like then you're good. And I don't give and a fuck. And then if China likes it. Yeah, if China likes it. I don't it. give a fuck. Go see Suicide Squad. I didn't, I didn't even hate Suicide Squad. I definitely took some life out of me. I think all those superhero movies are kind of bad. Like I'm... I heard that Jared Leto was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who'd you hear that from? No one. But <laughs> it'd be tight if he was. It Cause, would. Because he was, you know, method acting in it. So. He, Do you guys want to know about his Orbis Epsilon back tattoo? Yes. I don't, know, I don't know what that is. but uh, This was like sort of my crystal corner for the week. <clears throat> Play the song. Do it. I need it. We have another crystal corner, but to start with, uh, big news. After teasing us on Twitter practically nonstop over the past 24 hours, 
Jared Leto has revealed his brand new back tattoo. The actor and 30 Seconds to Mars frontman made a deal with his followers <laughs> yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> you forgot that he was the frontman at 30 Seconds to Mars? That makes it so much better. Yeah. They're not a good band. <laughs> uh, so anyway... Uh, the tat. This is a, from a few years ago, by the way. The tat depicts Orbis Epsilon, otherwise known as a circle divided into two equal parts with four arrows shooting out. And as any member of the Thirty Seconds to Mars echelon will tell you, the symbol has been a huge part of the band's merch philosophy and even Jared Leto himself. Remember that Orbis Epsilon necklace he rocked back in December? The dude clearly loves symmetry. He's no stranger to using arrows and triangles in album artwork like this is war. <laughs> so the new so the new emblem makes total sense. Let me see it. I want to see it. I don't know where it is. He's really big into lines and squares. And so, uh, I got this from uh, our listener Marjorie. Oh, no, shit. That's not the one. Anyway, I don't know where I found it. But the important thing is that I found it. Yeah. Uh, we did get a, a newer crystal email. Hey, frauders. Sorry about the late entry, but I had to get some details hammered out before sending you this hashtag crystal content. My girlfriend is a librarian, and one of the, her coworkers recently had an encounter of the crystal kind. While picking up a donation on site, one of her fellow librarians was given a tour of a fairly large state by the donor's daughter-in-law. They were taking a walk through the garden. <laughs> when you walk through the garden. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Where were you at nice. on that, Matt? I'm Get sorry. The, Jesus, man. My heart hurts, Fuck dude. Fuck your heart. That's what I've been saying. Uh, when the librarian asked how it was kept so nice, quote, I just listened to the nature spirits. That, that's right. She sits in the garden and listens to the nature spirits. Not just nature spirits, but she would also trust elves to guide her. How does one attract nature spirits and elves? Motherfucking crystals. She places the crystals under a, quote, an elf rock to protect the crystals and elves from harm. Unfortunately, I was unable to find out what kind of crystals. Thanks for all the hashtag Who has content. the time? <laughs> I just don't understand that. I feel like everyone's got all this extra time and they, uh, to like think about it and uh, read yeah. about eat, it. Eat nice and yeah. make their heart healthy. Yeah, right, yeah. Like enough time to cook a fucking uh, meal for themselves or to like go to the garden uh, and fucking put the crystals under the elf rock. Like mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. have the time to even think about it. Mm -hmm. I wake up, I work, ah. I commute. I work. I would go to sleep. It's all just dick jokes and frauding. I don't. I don't have a life no more. <laughs> it's all driving from San Francisco to L.A. I heard people drive a lot in L.A. Hashtag squib. Hashtag squibbing ain't an easy life, and like it's hurting my heart. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, maybe you should move back up here, man. Yeah. Dude. Do that it. would you never had heart it. problems before you went to it's LA. True. That kept, is true. We kept you healthy. That is true. You're all making points. I bet all the smog toxins are lodging mm -hmm. like right. Mm -hmm. I had right. I built up a smog filter in my lungs from living there. Right in your heart chakra. So like I should be fine with the smog, but it's just like I just gotta eat better. That's what it is. Uh, someone else sent us an article uh, about Lucy Hale from Pretty Little Liars, which apparently is a show. And apparently she likes crystals. Oh, she's pretty too. Is she? Which one is she? Uh, she's the pretty one. Well, there. Let me see. I don't know, man. She's the liar. Lucy Hale is all about good energy. So much so that the pretty little star, a pretty little liar star, has taken up Reiki, a Japanese healing practice that helps lower stress and increase relaxation. I should do that. You Maybe should. I should do this. Yeah. I I 
would love to get us all some crystals. Yeah. We could be like Power Rangers where we could all have a different crystal. Yeah. And it could fuel our robot lions. Yeah. I mean. With the positive vibes. And our Zord, our Megazord. With our, yeah, that's what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we could about. fight the putty. Yeah. What? <laughs> the putty, dude. I. That was like the ninja foot, but they were putty. What? They were the fucking people that the, the, the fucking. Power Rangers would fight on board. Oh. Okay. Oh, they're the and after like the second season, oh, the at first soldiers. they had to beat them. They had to beat them up just enough so they disappeared. But then in the second or third season, there was a big button that they had to punch on their chest. They had to punch them. <laughs> I remember they shouldn't have made the button. That's right. what yeah, I was saying. Seems like a design flaw in the uniform. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. It, it, now they're way easier to to beat up because you just hit the button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when they did like a. a a public service announcement after Power Rangers? Was it about AIDS? Because like, I remember one about AIDS. Like, when we fight monsters, it's pretty black and white. But out there in your regular life, maybe you shouldn't just go beat up everybody. The green oh, one yeah. played a flute. He was like, <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, and then the dinosaur comes out. What? I don't know. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. And then there was Rita. Yeah, Rita Repulsa. Rita Repulsa. Her name seems a little on the nose, if you ask me. Well, not the Rita part. All right, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just good alliteration. Yeah, self fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quote: I never in a million years thought I would be that person that would be into all of that stuff, but I completely am. The twenty-seven-year-old tells People Style. Mm. I think it's amazing, and I think that it truly works. And her new practice has led to a new budding obsession with collecting crystals. Yes, thanks to her Reiki therapist. Reiki? Oh, right. The Japanese thing. Quote, she was going to a crystal fair that they have, and she picked up these gorgeous amethyst stones from my house, says Hale. Uh, I thought amethyst was like bottom of the barrel crystal. Mm. Dude, you, you can't say they'll hear and record yeah. that yeah. and hold it against you. You're going to poison the crystals no, against there's us. There's not and a your crystal robot lion will not work. You'll there's, end up in the fucking pterodactyl again. You want to sleep there? Unless a crystal is currently listening to this podcast, yeah, I al- think we're safe. They're always listening. That's their fucking job. Well, where are they? Fibonacci. Says Hale, who posted a photo of her new purple stones on Instagram with the caption, quote, so excited to have these amethyst beauties to put in my home. Positive energy. Hashtag dolphin cum. (laughs) Basically, amethyst is the most positive stone there is. So if you put them in your house, it's supposed to generate good energy, she says. It's very new for me, and I'm still learning a lot about it. Look, I don't want to. This is cliche, but what about the dark crystals? Hmm. What about the negative vibe crystals? Oh, yeah. Like, is that just a regular crystal that got out of sync? The Fart River and David Bowie's there, Uh and there's some weird little goblins. That's Labyrinth. Okay. But but I like where your head's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Skeksis is what I'm talking about. How do I get one of those? I want to drag the Vital Essence out of people from L.A. You need a a special permit because they're too powerful. I got gloves. Well, yeah, but that's... You could... Kitchen gloves, big ones. They go all the way to your elbows. You have to go to the American, American Crystal Society. Yeah. And this, and then there's this last part. This is on people.com. And I'm pretty sure there was a deal with, uh, there's a product placement deal with this article because this is the last paragraph of the article. When she's not collecting crystals, she's shopping online at amazon.com. Fuck. Quote, I'm like an Amazon girl, like skincare, beauty, makeup, anything relating to your well-being, she Whoa. says. And I love Amazon Prime. You click it, you buy it. Oh, uh, what and it's, the fuck is wrong with America? <laughs> As there, a shell, I approve the fuck out of this <laughs> message. And it's there on your doorstep later in the day. It's great. Do you think that it was sent to her and she was just like, sign? Is that like the only it? way the magazines can stay in business now? Yeah, they're all like that now. Oh, yeah, we're all whores. Yeah. Big, big horse. Well, that not beds. Matt, who are you texting? Are you texting about your heart? Yeah. What's, are you texting? Are you, are you on WebMD? 
Uh-huh. I'm just trying to see what my symptoms are. It's, I heart mean, pain. or yeah. what the symptoms equal. It, heart attack, dude. It's fine. Uh, Everything's fine. Mild to moderate being a bitch. Oh, snap. <laughs> Don't, dude, you call me out? <laughs> yeah, you put my what, name in the street? What are you going to do? Cry? My name is my name. Dude, Marlo put, Stanfield. Yes. He put you on blast. Did you guys know David Simon retweeted me? What? <laughs> this, was the, this is the most important thing that ever happened to me, and it happened a week ago. Yeah, what'd you do? All I did you was write trouble? a tweet that I said, I wish Larry David and David Simon would get together and uh, make a uh, Wire sitcom called Stanfield. Listen, I didn't even even expect a fave, bruh. I didn't even expect a fave. And what I got, got I got the quote RT. He said something about the manual RT. Yeah, dude. Oh, shit. You know what he said? He said, uh, uh, something along the lines of he would certainly be a terp. And I had to look up what terp was. It had something to do with uh, Baltimore, like schools, like the. Terrapin? Yeah, Terrapin. Yeah, Maryland. And, yeah, University, University of, Maryland. of U of M. Yeah, so Terrapin. I didn't know that. And uh, Steve Miller Band. But it doesn't matter what he wrote. What mattered was that he he RT'd, and then I a fucking dude. I've just been blown up ever since. You can dude. just you can just sleep on his couch now. You just go to his home. Maybe he, like you guys are pals. He should retweet me again so my heart doesn't hurt. Matt, I think I think a, a royalty free song would really help your heart condition. You want to do some royalty freestyle? Yeah, dude. By the way, that that's something that someone else came up with. They said, "Why don't you guys call it royalty freestyle?" Yeah, but that's not exactly what we're doing. That's yeah, literally. I don't, like, I don't like the raps as much. Yeah. No, that, but it's freestyle singing. No one likes the raps as much. It's not. First of all. Uh, it's freestyle singing. It's been voted down, Matt. Yeah, we like the songs. Okay, so, but we have a we have. But it's a, called royalty freestyle. It's exactly what we're doing. All, all right. right, you know what? Right. I'm royalty, not gonna argue. Royalty my heart freestyle. Hurts. We'll call it royalty freestyle because it'll help Matt's heart. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you ready for we royalty had a, we freestyle? Had an intro song we have an intro, intro song yeah. for royalty freestyle, yeah. which is it's called now because <laughs> I don't want Matt to die because I like him. Oh my god, thank you. We all like you, Matt. You're like the first person who didn't want me to die ever. <laughs> No one's ever said that. I want to point that out. Improvised royalty-free music. This is where Matt sings uh, improvised royalty-free music. Yo, yo, what's up? This is Matt from LA. Zelly Matt, hashtag square, square. I'm not a fucking dancing monkey. I'll do it, though. Bat Matt. Zelly Matt. Flat, flat. Zelly Matt. Up in that ass with that gas, Zelly Matt. Pop, 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 that pussy got a new definition. That was terribly good. That's a really good That's amazing. The clips are my little ducklings, and I want to just like carry them across the busy street. That's a really good heart. I mean, like, that makes me happier than just about anything. I will say, like, the songs that are fans have made are the best so good the, the song that the guy made of uh the me doing the willem defoe i'll suck your dick was like the <laughs> oh, best yeah. yeah oh that was so amazing i think what you're trying to say is we have some of the best fans in the we world do. dude we our do. fans we do it so for the fans we do it not for the critics you know no like, it's never been for the critics not i mean i'm not even vince i noticed up rocks did not include us on the top 10 <laughs> comedy podcast list but like, did we care well, we don't know because we don't care about the critics we don't, we don't give yeah. a shit we yeah. don't do it for the critics we don't do yeah. this for, for the them, fans no. even splitsider who named us uh one of the best podcasts out there we do it for critics like splitsider yeah they're our friends yeah not for the critics we don't not the critics that don't like us we don't do it for them no we do this, we do this for, for our fans if you happen to be a critic who likes us then fine That's, we're doing it for yeah. you but, but everybody else fuck you everyone yeah. else fuck, fuck you our, fuck our haters and 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 
big likes to our likers you know like yeah, i like yeah. critics that big like us likes to the like yes. i'm into critics that put us on their list and yeah. i'm not into critics that don't put us if on their list if you don't like it we didn't yeah, do what is it up for with you that? it's yeah. bullshit yeah put, put us yeah. at number four that's a good knife safe we spot. Don't, oh. we don't even care but if you did put us at number one fine I mean, that's a little that, ambitious. That, I don't if wanna, you put us at number one, sure. you're who we yeah, made this I, I podcast deal with that pressure. I that honestly, yeah, make I my really chest feel hurt. much more comfortable if, at number four. Yeah, d- my chest like, hurts I'm already. No, don't. <laughs> if you die first, <laughs> I won't cry at your funeral. <laughs> you will. You love to cry. Dude, I love to cry. All right, Matt. What's up, Jay? This song's for Muhammad. All right. He's a $15 Patreon donor. Damn. Patreon. I feel like he's getting gypped. Or what's a patreon.com slash frogcast? <laughs> he's getting Jude because, like, <laughs> whoa. I mean, uh, you can say that because his name's uh, Muhammad. No, so because, sorry. yeah, because my heart is like fucking hurting and shit. Yeah. And he's going to get, like, it's not going to be. He's going to get your last song. I'm just going to bulldoze his house with this song. Oh, man. Don't make West Bank jokes, y'all. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Are you going to settle on this? Uh, on oh, this my song? God. You guys need to really figure out hey, a two-state solution to this problem. That's true. That's true. All right. Hey, build your house on this shit, though. All right. Build your house on this jam, to- even if people live there already. Yeah. Uh, uh. All right. Are you okay? Really? I'm not. I don't want to kill you. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I okay. can do it. L.A. Matt. Uh, hashtag. This is how he heals. <clears throat> This one, the song's called Venice Beach, and I felt like it was appropriate because you're L.A. man. Well, yeah, yeah dude, that's in L.A. Yeah, that's it's, it's a place in L.A. It's all up in this. You're grid. in L.A. sometimes. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yo, my heart, my heart hurts. Doesn't feel good to say, and my heart doesn't say. My heart hurts, got blood in my veins But the blood hurts going through my veins When I'm out in the sunlight When I'm out in the night I think about my death all day And it don't feel right But oh! It hurt right there. Oh, I got chest pain. No, no, no. Yeah. Fifteen dollars for this fucking song. So let's make it long. Yo, what's up? It's LA Matt. Everything hurts. I gotta get is a gun type. 22's another one. We call it a deuce deuce, but just for fun. Yo, hey, the blood hurts when it goes through my body. I need to take pills too. I need to take pills too. Mm. Yo. When I'm walking through the moonlight Moonlight There's moonlight <laughs> <laughs> Alright, check it This is where it's gonna get good, right? This is for you, Mohammed. Yo, yo Hold on, this is the breakdown I gotta wait 
Yo. Banana, banana, banana. Stop, drop the beat, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh. Walking through the fucking moonlight. <laughs> Walking through the daylight. Walking through no light. Either way, I gotta walk more. Cause if I don't get cardio, I'm gonna get my heart to expand and get inefficient. And when I'm 61 day, I will die. And no one will cry. No one will cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it good? I, that was really I blacked good. Out during, Dude, that was really good. I blacked out during most of it. Yeah. Do you like the pop? I feel like the pop suits you. What's, yeah, pop works, dude. You want a different genre? I mean, yeah, fuck it, dude. Just go. You, you know, it's, I feel like the best ones have been pop. Yeah, they're, they're kind of really pop. good at pop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My favorite part during the song is when I had a chest pain and sang <laughs> the pain. That was my favorite part. Too. Yeah, I went, oh! <laughs> yeah. Well, this one is called Bright Future. All right, and I feel like that's right up your alley. Yeah, because I this have a one, bright future in front of me if I eat better. This one is for ten dollar donor David C. All right, David C. Darris. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Fuck everybody. Not, not your best. Right, Never. You, it's been my best. You ready? Mm-hmm. What we gonna do with all these murders in my town? All these murders. I said, what we gonna do? Wait, listen. I gotta get the beat in my head. Murders in my town. Everybody's getting killed. No one's here around. Cause they're locked in the vacants. Marlowe's killing everyone. Chris Partlow's killing them for fun. What's Snoop gonna do when she comes after you? McNulty's gotta <laughs> handle this problem. Someone's gotta handle this problem. The Baltimore Western Edition. Got the murder police, they invent a serial killer. So they get money from the guy who played Little Finger. <laughs> she. <laughs> and Clay Davis. He's stealing your money And he's gonna get away with it Baltimore Baltimore, they call him Murder Mall Murder Mall A bloody Murder Mall Baltimore We gotta stop the killing And I want to this line in the newspaper, newspaper. Why is he gonna make up facts? Maybe you win a Pulitzer, or maybe you have to give it back. Oh my, 
all mine. He putting his name out in the street, but he got shot by that hopper. Who would have thought that hopper could kill all mine? No one thought that he had the power. But they did not know why he had to die that way. Bonk. I don't. Was that the first time? That was, I've, that was amazing. Was that the first time I've done some a song about the wire on here? That's I believe good. that's the first time. You but. know that was so good that I that I kind of want to. I kind of want to hijack someone's donation and ask you to do a Stranger Things song. Okay. Whose donation? Uh, Noah P. Oh, okay. Wait, but you're saying, so this is for you. This is, you're saying I'm not getting paid for no, this No, I'm one. saying he didn't, he didn't send uh, that well, I, that no, I didn't, he didn't specifically request it. Exactly. Oh, but, I thought you were saying someone else requested it inspired. and you're like, no, I want to do it. And then you got to do it again. That's by, what I By heard. your single subject. Ugh. Oh, no, we already sang a song for him. Never mind. Sorry. Okay, good. This one is for Kevin. Okay. Kevin, this song is for you. Stranger Things. We hope you've seen it. And I, I just thought it would be a good idea. And I feel like Kevin would understand well if they don't specify it's matt's choice right. it's ladies night absolutely yeah and a feeling right that song that's really good <laughs> what is that we what should just that? have you this do the that. guitar part drop a beat yo <laughs> yeah yo turn that shit up yeah it can it's in its mouth Having those high heels on your balls, it feels so good And how you wanna fuck all day and all night Oh yeah, because it's ladies' night And I say power white Oh yes, it's ladies' night Oh, what a, oh let's go fight Oh yes, it's ladies' night And all that pussy's tight Oh yes, it's ladies' night Oh, what a, oh, what a night Let's fight some ladies Let's fight some ladies My favorite lady is named Eleven from Stranger Things She's got my power She's got my power And she can move things with her mind Like when she beat up those bullies Yes, it's ladies night And all that pussy's tight Oh, yes, it's ladies night Oh, let's go, oh, let's go Fighter said it's ladies night And it's a power white Oh yes, it's ladies night And let's go fight Let's go fight some ladies And two bullies And two bullies He got to fight the demigorgon Put it back in the shadows On that veil of shadows Is where the demigorgon lives And everyone knows Knows I'm not lying It's not a fib We gonna ride on bikes Like it's fucking E.T. And then we gon' be not on TV, but Netflix, motherfucker, ladies, ladies, yeah, ladies, ladies.
ladies, what ladies, ladies, what Jerry Lewis, ladies, 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 what ladies, ladies, yeah, ladies, ladies, yo Jerry Lewis said ladies, that was beautiful. That was that was both amazing and something someone could use to blackmail us because I talk about fighting ladies. Oh, no, I didn't even... Or when I said power You know, I get so into music that I don't think about the Why? lyrics. Why? Because, like, the wah pedal manufacturer would sue me for copyright infringement? Yeah, yeah I mean, a little bit. Tra- yeah, trademarks. I'm I just want to point out when I, I said s- a human wah pedal. When I said power white, it was not white power. Yeah, power power white is a, uh, it's is, a, it's is a Belgian keyboard mm-hmm. manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is... It's a wee is beer. It, hello, is this, is this power white? Yes. Do you do you get do you have any waffles? No. <laughs> okay. Um, sh- should I go somewhere else? Are you guys closed? Yeah. Oh, okay. You get, but this is this is during your business hours. I don't know. Understand? No. Why. Okay. Uh, should should I? Bye. <laughs> uh, call. Oh. You know, during all of Ladies' Night, my heart didn't hurt. Oh, that's good. So, so we should do another one. No, that was <laughs> no. But that one was without music. No, fuck that. That counts as music. Oh, that absolutely <laughs> counts. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you don't have one more in you, Matt. I got one more. <laughs> me. I got one. He more. never. He never turns it down. <laughs> encore. Encore. <laughs> this one's for Sean O. The problem is, is like I. I. This is like fun for me. Yeah. And the problem is, is like it should I, be. You're good. All I can it. think is that. Uh, at some point, people are going to be like, this isn't fun for anyone but him. You know? <laughs> no, it's fun for me. Let's cross that bridge when we get there. The, oh, fun, yeah. the fun for you translates into fun for everyone. Oh, maybe. All right. What is this one? Who is this for? This one? Sean O. Sean O. Sean O. Sean O. Sean O, this is for Oi, you. Oi, Sean O, this one's for you, mate. Is he from? No, I just, it's Sean O sounds like an Australian nickname. Yeah. Dave you just John add O, o to yeah. the end of a name yeah. in this Australian Oh, yeah. I know a guy named Jono. Yeah. And he's Australian. Yeah. Where? See? Whoa, dude. Oi, Robbo. I got to eat a taco salad, dude. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Jono? Jono, this one's for you. Do you like think of a concept before? Or do you I just, don't. Or, I, or I listen you, to the music. There's, there's a lot of daytime, nighttime cycles. It's like a recurring theme with Matt. Yeah. Uh, also, the gat in your in your butt or in yeah. your pussy. That's because Matt and gat rhyme. Oh, That's yeah. True. That's true. Mm-hmm. Also, LA Matt I, with the gat mm-hmm, in the butt it, with the crack. Yeah. 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 It's not that simple, but okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, obviously. I'm I ready. Mean, you're the artist, man. I just... I'm ready. I just I just bathe in your reflected glory. I'm bathing my piss, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this is hard. This has got a very <laughs> got a very vampire weekend vibe. <laughs> titty balls, titty balls, everywhere there's titty balls. So many titty balls, do I count count them all? Count all the titty balls. Count all the titty balls. Nipples. Titty balls in my mouth, squirting milk in my mouth, and I'm drinking them, going north and going south. Everybody's drinking titty milk. It's my friend. It's my friends. Titty balls. 
balls in my mouth Titty balls, titty balls, titty balls in your mouth too Everyone's got their titty balls They taste like salt And I can't have too much salt Cause if I have too much salt It will hurt my heart Don't break my heart Don't No Don't break it No I know you won't to I know you won't to I know you won't to Want to break my heart I say no No Stop No No Please stop Hey No 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 Please stop breaking my heart with your titty ball salt. <laughs> I like how hard Brendan has to not look at you. Like Brendan, Brendan almost has to go in the other room just to yeah. avoid <laughs> It's weird because at this point, my the rest of my brain goes on autopilot, yeah. and the words they just come. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's a skill, man. That's the thing about expert improvisers like yeah, me yeah. who have quote bearable improv skills is that. Uh, uh, split cider said that they said bearable no <laughs> big deal uh is that it's just like uh, you reach another level of consciousness right you know and then all of a sudden you start saying genius things it's like <laughs> like titty ball salt right it's like Ooh, you wow. know how people have they talk about wow. the they talk about the third eye it's like you have a third mouth uh, you have a third dick dude <laughs> <laughs> where's your where's your second dick and fucking inside my other dick everyone knows i got a fucking russian doll dick. it's dicks. like it's like an alien <laughs> yeah and your dick opens and another dick every time out. i come it's not my dick coming it's the the other dick goes in <laughs> like a cluster bomb of dicks through the cervix not allowed geneva convention no. and then it opens up like a hand like tremors mm-hmm. and yeah, then, and, oh, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it spits out the uh semen horrifying it's like tremors but also oh you'll get tremors <laughs> in those names but also yoshi's tongue I, I'm so sorry. I doubted going for a fourth. You know, it's like right. We yeah. would have never had titty balls. Yeah, I know. I think I know. we should just push him until he breaks. What do you think is Matt Lieb's greatest hits at this point? I mean, like corporate birthday is hard to top. Yeah, the cave babies. Cave baby was solid, uh-huh. but I don't know, man. Cave babies versus titty balls. Titty balls. I like titty balls. Uh, you a guys lot. are judging titty balls way too early. Titty it's true. balls. It's true. It's one of those Let's things. It's like song, hot song of the summer. Yeah. It's like you walk out. You're gonna walk out of uh, out of this room and how, you're gonna go. Titty balls wasn't that good. How do you feel about what? What <laughs> is that? That one. I, that I, that's like a good. deep cut to that's me. A, yeah, it's yeah. like a B side that you can really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like only like fucking straight up yeah. hashtag LA Matt J- fan. Jared that's Lito, like Jared Leto that's on has the second the, disc of his yeah. White Album. Yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. Jared Leto has the "What Is That" song on his list, so people yeah. know that he's cultured. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a Jeff Buckley cover uh-huh. of yeah. "What Is That" that <laughs> is gonna inspire like future Coldplay. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the equivalent of like that's like the Bicycle Thief of songs. Bicycle. That's like that's like umbrella of Cherbourg. Exactly. Yeah. That that is infinite jazz. That is like that other art thing that I haven't seen. The Mona Lisa. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You never seen it? It's your free bird. That's Mm. my free bird. No, Mm. my free bird is corporate bird. Here's the thing. Uh, Shout out. Corporate free bird? uh, No, no, corporate birthday is your all-star. Corporate bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brendan, it's corporate bird day. Corporate bird day. Uh, So, hey, broadcast listeners out there, hey, you you like uh, the songs? Someone cut them out of the fucking thing and make a compilation. And uh, and then, uh, you know, and then you got it. 
Someone will do it. Someone will do it. Because I, I, I've thought Most of, certainly not one of us. Our, yeah. our listeners are much better at making sound things than we are. If oh, one, yeah. Like if, if we've learned right. one thing, it's, they don't. It's that. They don't actively resent the sounds we make, which is <laughs> which is weird. nice. Yeah, because we make some pretty awful dumb sounds. sounds. Yeah. Dumb sounds. Sometimes racist. <laughs> Lots of times. Not on purpose. No. But most racism... We're, we're done, nice. Like, you get to know our second or third dicks, and that's where mm-hmm. we're nice guys. Mm-hmm. That's where, yeah. the, that's Dude, where the third candy dicks. comes out. Yeah. Like a Pez. Third dick yeah, it's is, a real just, problem. A, is just a Pez dispenser. Yeah. Straight up. With, like, strawberry? Of course. Oh, yeah. It depends on the person. It I depends on what you eat. I don't want it to be, like, peach or something weird. Well, they say if you eat a bunch of pineapple, your third dick makes pineapple Pez. <laughs> <laughs> they do say that. Yes, I, I heard do. that. I read that. In yes, Doctor Magazine. Doctor Magazine says third dick pineapple. Mm-hmm. I read that on WebMD when I was looking up uh, symptoms of my heart. Failure. How many cosmolalentin? How many types of dying do I have? Oh, uh, do you want to finish off with a tale from NPR? Yeah, just for the very least, for to play the the fucking song, mm. just to play the the bumper. The, yeah, the bumper. St- Tales from NPR. I'm Ira Glass. I'm not a close follower of Stick's musical output. <laughs> I born in factory. And uh, and so there was that. And, and I stay in wallet long, long time. Stitch. <laughs> so good. Uh, this is a clip that someone sent us. By the way, that the I stay in wallet long, long time. That's from uh, fucking Simon Rich's story. Did you guys hear them? Yeah, you did that here. No, I didn't. Oh. Someone else must have. That is such a funny fucking story. Have you ever read anything Simon Rich has Was done? that a Simon? So that no, was a, a short story that he read on, oh, really? on the on that show. Uh, yeah, he's so funny it makes me mad. Mm. Go ahead. That's the problem with NPR is that I love it and I hate it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Makes me jealous and mad. Mm. We should read next time. Uh, so Simon this one, Rich this one, story. this one is something someone sent us about uh, different. Uh, names uh, for Speedo. It's a story that one of the This American Life producers did about a, a lifeguard, an older lifeguard that sued because he was fired for not wanting to wear a Speedo. The story is about the different name or the email is about the... email the, okay, is yeah. about the different names. Which Used is, that during was, the story. That was what prompted them to sell us a tale from NPR. Gotcha. As, as we've said about NPR, like as a liberal arts major, like I can't resist the intellectual content but like as someone who went to public school i can't help but want to put a lot of them into a trash can just mm-hmm. because you that's know, where they go that's how we yeah exactly it's the natural order of things yeah and so it's this beautiful it's this beautiful mixture get of in your hate. home mm-hmm. trash baby <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. that is a good that could be a good this american life episode title get in your, get home, in your trash home trash baby, baby. Yeah. that's where you go uh-huh. it's nature's will do not stand against the tide mm-hmm Against the trash. Yeah, the, I was three years old the first time I was shoved oh. into a trash can. <laughs> My Mima. You can't sneak up on me with that shit, all right? Don't come around <laughs> the left shoulder. Why and are just... you so good at that? <laughs> Fuck. My hepa said it would be a character building moment. <laughs> Sometimes don't... I go and I sit in a dumpster <laughs> and I think about my hepa. <laughs> and I think he'd be proud. <laughs> Even though I never knew my hepa. That's all I got. That's the end of my story.
<laughs> you can't the just, end you of the story is yes and anyway. You can yes and Matt. The end. Because Matt is, is an ultimate shill, and, is, and he is, will like, he will respond to a yes ending anywhere. Yeah, it is a one podcaster list, and that list is Matt. Yes, and, and I love doing it. He could be at his mother's deathbed, and you're like, be Matt, like, what about that? What about the Spanish comment? Oh. Louis six <laughs> k. Oh, <laughs> I am from Spain. Oh, you're oh, from I don't Spain. want to do this at my mother's funeral. Well, but what but about someone prompted me. But I really like your act with the bull and the bull. Yes, I like the bull. <laughs> what does your act consist of? Uh, well, <laughs> I take a sword, I stab in a bull. Oh, it's just like a bullfight? It's a Spanish bull from a spy. <laughs> That's what people do my, in Spain. My mama is a day. Oh, I'm sorry about your mom. Did your Me mom, madre. Did your, did your mom like the bullfight? Oh, she never watched me bullfight. Was it just too emotionally intense? No, for... I never invite her. Oh, okay. But you are... Because I'm afraid that she judge. <laughs> she judge. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah. She's very See? good. But you aren't even a real bullfighter. You're a comedian who reenacts bullfights, I thought. Yeah, it's Louis Fick. That's my joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I masturbate in front of other comedians. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I've heard that on blogs, but I, didn't, I never I'm heard that it was coming true. Coming out, I admit it today. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> That's right now, but like especially, like especially See? right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I masturbate. <laughs> yes. In uh-huh. front of other, otra comedians. Otro, otros. Otros comedians. Oh okay. I mean, you seem like you're very open about some of your problems that you have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's good. Is that a is that a Spanish? I've uh, always been very, very, very open. <laughs> what are some other problems that you have? Oh, oh, my my children, they always. I did me. <laughs> Your you have to see my act. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I've seen it. I liked the part. You've where seen it... me masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the masturbate, but I. Oh, I it's re- funny. Oh yeah, but I saw where you. I'm from Spain. <laughs> Louis K. Oh my God. <laughs> Louis C.K. <laughs> you do Hilario. Say, you do say your name a lot. Louis C.K. <laughs> Shoot up. These are all names of my special. Of your... Uh, your yes. Of your... What's that? My special. Your specials. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. You can find it on Netflix. <laughs> oh. Spain. <laughs> That's a good My place. madre is the day. <laughs> I'm so. I, how did your mother die? I don't know. When the police uh, tell me about it, someone say, "Do Louis C.K. boy," and so I missed the entire conversation. Is that a problem that you have? Everybody wants you, know, you to yeah, do your see, old material see, every day. Uh-huh. They're always like, "Do this that old bit that I know." I you tried from. to order food. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And someone say, hey, Louis C.K. <laughs> and I say, oh, the bull. <laughs> One time I didn't, 
order food for a week because uh-huh. I kept going. Just doing, just kept doing. I am a method. <laughs> yes, yeah. You're very like committed. a yarded little. <laughs> Yared Leto yeah. is he an idol of yours? Oh no no no, <laughs> he's terrible. <laughs> oh. Do you like his band? Train Train Ten Seconds to Mars. Uh, train Eight Seconds to Mars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, very much. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> How did Luis C.K. become a Spanish bullfighter? <laughs> Lu, Lu, Luis Siques. Oh, okay. Luis Siques. Oh, okay. That makes sense. We were mostly through careful badgering. I mean, it seems we were talking about some allegations against Luis C.K. Mm-hmm. and then we I've realized, heard those. but then we realized we weren't. We don't want to ruin our, our careers, so we weren't talking about him at all. Oh, we were actually talking about Luis Siques, the Spanish comic. Mm-hmm. I think I was here for that. No, mm-hmm. it's in L.A. No, oh, okay. yeah, they left us out all the good stuff. Oh. Rightfully, LA Matt, LA Matt with that gun and that gap. Yeah, man. Um, do I even need to play the the clip, clip now? I don't even clip remember of what the yeah, NPR what clip. Even... We don't even remember. Oh, I feel bad for the fan. You <laughs> know I'll how I, I'll play. I empathize. It's weird, how long is it though? Lots of guys. It might as well be a thong, which is why the speedo has earned a stable of nicknames: the weenie bikini, the dingling sling, the speed don't, the banana hammock, the grape smuggler. The Miami meat tent, the San Tropez truffle duffel, the scrote tote. This the reason the great. jammer is preferred by older. I don't think that the speedo actually has all those nicknames. No, yeah. I've never heard. I've only heard banana hammock. Yeah, the scrote tote, tote is yeah. pretty good. Uh, dingling sling. Don't yeah, sleep on ding- that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like speed. Don't. That's like yeah, stop. Yeah. You know. Come on. It's no stitched. Stitched. Stuff. Man, I gotta say, we've done now two hours of podcasting, and don't tell them that. I'm gonna have to edit some of this. Oh fuck! There, right. Yeah, there's some. You, yeah, you really hit it late. Yeah, or not. Whatever. We'll just give them full full bore, both barrels, Con- all three dicks. <laughs> Hashtag content out of both barrels and all three dicks. You guys, Brendan, you want to take us on out of here? I'm drunk. <laughs> Well, I gotta say, guys, should we just end the broadcast? Is this the last episode? I think it is. Yeah, because I'm gonna die. I yeah. know. I know. We don't want to do it without you. You made it so much better. R.I.P. L.A. Matt. R.I.P. L.A. Matt. Yo, oh. tell tell my mama hashtags. <laughs> tell my mama I died skeeting. Once again, I don't. I think I've said this before, but when I die, all of my characters will come out. <laughs> Ooh, like, just like, in like, the like, 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 like T one thousand in the lava. <laughs> yeah. you know? just oh, like, I thought you just like instead of having your life flash before your eyes, you just spaz out and improv all your characters yeah, one last time. Exactly. <laughs> I just yeah. want one last heroin addict, Del Chapo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. <laughs> blah, blah. Uh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I forgot about this. You wanted to borrow money too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I like that. Oh, uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, seriously, thanks. No one is listening at this point. Uh, all the good stuff was at the end, so just skip all that early stuff. Yeah. yeah. Shoot us an email that we won't read on air. Frogcast at gmail dot com. Shoot us. Shoot us an email up. Matt's veins. Yeah. Oh. To his heart that is broken. Frogcast at gmail dot com. Four one five two seven five zero zero three zero.
All right. Until next week, good night and good chins. Free Ryan Lochte. Fee!